Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all over the world, another episode of Todd Brian Hour, aka TVH Hour. I am your co-host, Be Heard, aka Brian, aka Prince, aka Prince Vegeta Wild to Hating. I'm gonna pass it to my boy, my brother, TTL. You wanna say something to the people? Yo, what's good? What's good, people? Is your co-host Todd Libra, aka TTL, aka Libra Hendrix, aka the Libra. And uh, yeah, we got we got another special guest on our hands, boy. Yeah, hey, hey, we got hey, this streak going with hey, the guests. Hey, yeah. we coming, we coming back with it. Don't worry about. You know what I'm saying I, I, I've been known. You know, what I'm saying you might have heard on a podcast or two to give this be heard like stimulus package of where I hype the guests <laughs> up. But all y'all listen over at Twitch TV slash Prince Be Heard two, and all y'all listen to the podcast. Look, I don't just hype these people up because I just want to hype these people up. I only get people I think are dope or genuine people on the podcast. Mm. So it comes from a place of good heart intention. So chill, chill out with the, y'all. Be like, yo, yo, be gassing. Be on on the, yeah, man. They be like, yo, you be gassing on the podcast, but it's because of people I fuck with. Um, I got put on to this person by Phoenix. Shout out to Phoenix, and just some of the dope things that uh, you've done as far as with the community that I've seen, and like mm. you giving back to them, and then the podcast, and then some of the guests you had, and also the production, and the fact that you actually have. A podcast Instagram. That's some shit that I need to get on. Mm, um, we can grow together. Man, Juwan, welcome. Welcome to Minds, the Minds family to the Todd Brown Hour. And uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Hey, man, honor to be here, man. I've been a fan of you guys too. Um, you know, I was just telling T, I listened to him on uh, Phoenix Podcast. So shout out Phoenix again. I miss yeah. your episode, but I'm going to double back. I, I just, it's just right next <laughs> episode, brother. Man. I'm, I'm going to double back. I'm going to double back. But man, pleasure. Thanks for thanks for considering me. And um, appreciate what y'all doing too, man. And I'm glad we were able to connect this way. Nah, I'm just glad that you was able to, uh, you know, get on the podcast. Because like I said, mm-hmm. like I was a hip to you right before. But then when Phoenix put me on i like had yeah. to do my research and i was like oh sure. man this man is dope this, this guy's doing a lot of good things in the city but uh you know what i'm saying tyler brian hour i think is a podcast where we like to highlight people that's doing dope shit mm. in uh, des moines and give them their flowers but we also like to get a little toxic a little wild here so i'm gonna start off let's go start off because I, I i done my research talk to me i done my research you like to ask icebreaker questions so i got a few for you oh um here we go. what hey, it, he, now i've, I've heard he i've him. heard you ask people this question but i don't know if you actually answer this question so what is the best advice you ever heard mm, that's that's good uh mm-hmm. that's actually one of my favorite icebreakers man um yeah you definitely did your research yeah, um, watched a couple but, episodes. but um the best advice I ever heard was actually shooting a podcast, man. Um, I interviewed this counselor. She was in season one of my of my show, and her name is Dr. Darlene Turner. She's actually just completed like the premarital counsel with me and my wife too. Now wife, but um, she told me it was a strength to ask for help. And like as a black man, like y'all know, like we was always told to hold stuff in, figure it out on our own, mm-hmm. and, and struggle a little bit till we figure it out. But like. Mm-hmm. She opened. She she put back a new lens on me when she told me, "Yo, it's a strength to ask for help." Because I always thought it was a weakness, like, right. like especially like coming from where I'm from, like that that same culture, like that. Oh, most black men grow up through. So I I would have to say I would have to give her give her flowers on that one and say that's the best advice I've received in my life so far. Like it's a strength to ask for help because like as humans we need people, man. Like we we forget that uh, for real for real. And I mean, I still suffer from it too. Like mm. pride is the motherfucker. Pride is the devil. Man, you heard it, Cole? It, it is the yeah, devil. Because like it, it's hard to like humble yourself and ask for help, and then not only ask for help, retain the information that you receive, Come on. and then like actually apply it. Because I like there's times where I ask for help, and then someone tells me, and I'm just like, 
you, you want to like rebuttal, but you got to be like, nah, mm-hmm. he's probably right. Because he's seeing it from a different perspective than I am. You know, especially for niggas, we don't. At all, we we don't try. We don't even at try all. to help help <laughs> like that, bro. We just yeah. they be like, "Hey, yeah, you all right? You good, right?" What <laughs> well, said, crabs in the bucket, like, right? Honestly, because like once we actually ask for the help, it's too late. Like you, yeah. we, like we needed maybe one step to get us to the top. Now yeah. we like six, seven steps right. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You crabs in the bucket, you work your way up. Yeah, for real, that's that's real spill though. What is the best advice you ever heard, Tyler? Oh shit, it had to come from. um it actually came from my pops a few years back before he before he died. God rest his soul. It's in peace for real. But um, like he just told me like, and this was like around the time when he was starting to get a little bit more sicker. But like he was just like, man, like all this shit that you got going on right now, because like, because like I used to be angry, like mm. just like he was, like I just like I wouldn't be like asshole. Like an asshole to everybody But like I would be more like Frustrated at like The situations that I put myself in mm-hmm. You know yeah. And stuff like that So it, Like I Like he Saw that Like throughout my Growing up process Teenage and adult life And he was like Man just let that shit go bro really? Like like all that shit That you hold on That Eventually You're gonna be tired Of holding On to that And you're just gonna Put that hurt on somebody else and then that's when you start to have a problem. That's when people start to actually start not fucking with you and yeah. resent you and stuff like that. And they actually, get your energy. Yeah, they the actually start a seeing, wise man. They actually, yeah. St- yeah, they actually start seeing like the colors that you are. Mm. So I was like, and you know, throughout time, you know, I'm I'm starting to handle my. My shit a little better than surprise. Surprise! At least you're trying. You I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. All we can ask for yeah, is I'm you trying. trying. And you then, like, I think even Logic said in the song, like, people only last for seasons where they ain't vim or some shit like that. Like, yeah, that shit. You, you realize how temporarily, like, a lot of that shit is, and like how yeah. some people are only in your life for like literally a, a select time amount, mm-hmm. and then you just. You'd be holding on to it for your life, and they're not even thinking about you, and not even worried about the situation anymore. People change like the season, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about, and now that I'm on it too, like man, the, really, when you think about it, the only people that can really make you mad, mad like that, are just your parents. Yeah, you know, mom and dad, because. I mean, even friends, you know, be like, okay, you mm-hmm. know, we squash it, we're cool now, yeah. you know. But like parents, they like obviously you you grow up with them and they For know sure. you and stuff like that. So like, even if you have a grudge against your parents or something like that, like you, it could take years for that to be talked down stuff like, especially the shit with my dad and stuff like that because we would just go at it, mm. you know, and like it'd be like days, weeks before we actually talk the shit out. Mm-hmm. And my mom be asking me like, "Aren't you going to talk to that nigga?" I'm like, "No, not really." <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm uh, good. Nah, I'm good. Hey, like, I'll talk to him when he talk to me. Sure, yeah, uh, no cap. And I, that's and that's just that's just black parents. No, nah, for like, sure. Because like, like <laughs> coming from that, we just like to leave shit alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just be like, let simmer fuck, down, fuck <laughs> and then then when it comes to actually trying to talk to them, they be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that shit that you did last week? Yeah. <laughs> and like with especially with that love too, it's like you don't even realize that there's different types of love. Cause like I would think like me and my dad are cool and like we love each other, we can talk to each other, but we don't really get on deeper levels and really talk like yeah, especially yeah. like, you know, being like young black man's and the shit we be going through. It's hard for a black father. Uh, exactly. Yeah. But like 
me and him is just always like, if it ain't spoken, it was good. Like we, we right, straight. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and that's the crazy thing too is like now that I'm older and I'm like realizing with therapy and like just talking to other people mm. who've gone to therapy, I'm yeah. just like, oh yeah, we really don't talk about a lot yeah. of shit. It's a good relationship. I can't say nothing bad about him, but yeah. it's like we really don't get on that level. And Yo, and to piggyback off y'all before you transition real quick, like. My pops, like, my pops and my mom's divorced, too. And, like, my pops, to me, was considered a deadbeat. Right. Ain't shit, nigga. And, like, my sister had a nephew, my, 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 she, her child, my nephew, three years ago. And it actually, like, bridged the gap between me and my pops. And, like, I just, this weekend, went to my pops' crib. And that was the first time since my, my wedding don't count. Because it was, like, 200 fucking people in the right, building right, with right. us. But, like, it was just for the first time I was in the same house with my dad, my mom, my sister and my two other half brothers from my pops and my pops was like breaking down from that shit. Like he missed that shit. He was like, I can't make up for that time I missed, but I'm glad we able to do this shit. Right. My pop said he had the most fun he had Saturday that he had in 12 years. Cause me and my pops ain't been on the same frequency for 12 years. So it's power in that. Like when black men are able to figure that shit out. Cause like, they grew up, our parents grew up in a different era than us. And we got to understand. So sometimes it take us like to try to bridge that gap. And, Rest in peace to your pops too. Like I'm really yeah, I'm with you on that one, brother. I'm not. You don't have to go too in depth. No, like, for sure. Because obviously that's like your business, and this is the first time we're actually meeting, which yeah. is surprising. That's the dope thing about black hey. people. We can always like just click it's love. Like, it's mutual love. Click, but um, what I want to ask because I actually heard it from somebody talking on a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Now, from your perspective or your mother's perspective, your dad was a deadbeat. He wasn't there. Yeah. Did you ever get the chance to listen to this side of the story yet? Actually, I just did. Like, we just, like, in these recent years, like, he been painting to me, like, yo, it's just not all my fault. Like, right, right. And, like, and I think as a kid, it's hard to be receptive of that because you see what mom's telling you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but as, like, I think one of the thing with, like, America in general, we need to be more open-minded. Like, even with people we got grudges against, because I had a huge grudge versus my pops. Right. But, like, I was able to take in his perspective and understand more. Then actually go confront my mom, who I'm, I fear the shit out of. That's the only person in this world right, I fear. Yeah. I respect moms to, right. to a T. And you, you love and you, you, you love and respect what you fear. But, um, like, to go challenge her on that and she like, yeah, and like, to know she had some fucked up in it too, mm-hmm. so that that helped me kind of forgive my father too by hearing this side of the story, and that helped bridge that gap. Although they both could have done things better, right? Because it's like I think also, like you're saying, just getting older as a man, like you probably won't really understand the shit mm-hmm. that your dad went through until you really go through it. To you in it, so it's easier to make him pin him as the bad guy, and then also it's like if your mother of the child is taking care of the child, you mm-hmm. don't want her to have a hard time because it's already hard enough being a mother. Yeah. So it's like, I'll take the L, I'll take the bullet, and then whenever you're old enough to understand and actually have that conversation, you might be like, I get it. You might not. You still you might, might not some shit. But you know what helped us as men? We've seen so many of our good friends not be in their kid's life because they begged my mama on some fuck shit. Mm, like, yeah. and we never don't want to look at our mom like that. Like, oh, our mom was on some fuck shit. That's why we ain't got to... But I know for me personally, I've seen some of my homies trying to be active in their kids' lives. And women don't want, like, no, nah, they just want the money from the dad. They don't want him to be a part. They don't want yeah, him to be yeah, a father. Yeah, yeah. And how can we deal with that? Like, because, mm-hmm. like, as a kid, like, as a as a three-year-old daughter or son, you don't know that. Like, right. you don't know your dad, your mom really on some fuck shit. Right, but yeah. dad is trying. So, like, I think that's why we can kind of relate to that. And that's the crazy thing about it is that, like, 
as society today, we love and respect our women dearly. For sure. You know, so, like, how we going to, like, when you're growing up like that, it's like, man, ain't nobody going to tell me shit about my own. No cap. What the fuck you want Yeah, no, nah, I ain't, ain't trying to hear it. It's always protect mom, and you always see the single mothers that's out there doing their thing versus the dad. And that's the one thing I do kind of hate about society because it's the most damned if you do, damned if you don't mm. thing in society is this the divorced parent that's the father. Because yeah. if he's doing too well, he has to protect and provide for the family. But if he's a piece of shit, a deadbeat, he needs to be taxed and get mm-hmm. more money out of yeah, this yeah, nigga yeah. so he can actually take care of the family. <laughs> so either way, you <laughs> damn lose. If you do, damn yeah. if you don't. Yeah, that, that applies to that Can't so much more. And um, to go back to the question, I would say that the best advice that I ever heard, it's actually funny because this guy get memed a lot and I can't really say <laughs> I'm a fan, but I actually heard it from Russ. In a TikTok, but he said, "What if it could turn out better than you could imagine?" And I was some that was some real shit. Hold on, what do you say? Run that back for me. What if it turns out better than you could imagine? And that's some true shit because most people always think yeah. either the worst or they put a cap on the thing that they're applying themselves for. So yeah. if it could turn out better than you can imagine, you might be like, "Whoa, maybe actually try this shit out and see how mm-hmm. see how it goes." And um, that's good shit. Yeah, once I heard that, hey, I kept Rust thinking, the Hooper or Rust the rapper, rapper. Okay, yeah, that's he's why dope. I said he. <laughs> that's dope. why I said he getting me. Yeah, I mean, no, he be, he getting. His, I mean, shout out to Russ. He be getting his bag, you. and he he be throwing up concerts. But I think it was just like he left a distaste in like everyone's mouth when he's always like, "I'm the one that was producing this and yeah. writing this song and making this song and putting the song out." He's been looking for his credit. He thirsty. Yeah. 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 I just think he didn't get his flowers. So he's yeah. like, "I'm gonna make sure y'all know about this shit every goddamn Respectfully. day." Respectfully, and um, we still on the toxic tip, but I'm curious. What is your favorite interview you've done? Hmm. To be a little toxic and be like, yeah, this wait, is the one. Wait, so uh, you mean where I've actually interviewed a guest or where I've been interviewed? You want to do both? Fuck, let's do both. I don't know if I want to do both because you might not say this one. No, 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 no. I thought we was getting toxic. I thought we was getting to the All right, nah, you can do both. All right, yeah, you can All right, do both. So do both. first, like, so I think the dopest interview where I've ever been interviewed, where I was an interviewee, um... Was definitely when I was in Indonesia when I hopped off the plane. Like, they met me with like a crew of barely speaking Americans. I mean, uh, Indonesian, should I say? And they was just trying to get to know a brother as soon as he hopped off the plane and, and landed. So I thought that was cool. Like, it felt like you worked so hard for for a dream as a kid, and you finally accomplished that shit. Right. Yeah. And like to see them cameras in your face to a man, that felt good. Now right. I'll be honest, like that, shit, that sounds cool. it humbled me. Like I wasn't like I, I didn't go ego driven on it, but like that shit felt good. Like and I'll be lying if I say it didn't. Right. Yeah. But that was the best like time somebody ever interviewed me. No disrespect to this this platform. I, I'll take a close <laughs> I take a close Yeah, yeah. But that shit is cool. No, yeah, that shit was cool. But um, the vet the best interview. Shit, this hard. You had a lot of good ones from what I've seen. Mm. Just off of names alone. You know what? And I'm going to have to introduce y'all to some of my people. I got to share them contacts with y'all because, like, I love what y'all doing too, man. Like, those people, y'all would would enjoy them. But I would have to say my best was, who, my buddy, my my homie Ian, man. His name is Ian Warner. And he did an episode about habits. And, like, Mm. um, so... It's crazy that he transitioned, like, and he'd been a he been a God fearing man, but now he transitioned into a pastor into my church. But he talked about like what he came up with is like this app called a Habit Stacker. It's like where you can track your habits. And what his underlying principle was was that you don't just set a goal and get there. Mm-hmm. No, your habits get you to a goal. 
And like that also peeled back the lens for me because like what are our habits? We're not aware of our habits. And that's why we can't accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. Or like Russ said, what if it can, can be better than what well, we got to right. set ourselves yeah. up for success? So he kind of like on the show, like when I was interviewing him, he kind of like broke down habits that you got to set up to become, to accomplish that one goal. And then that shit is like all connected. And like, I didn't even see that. Like as a person, I'm like, okay, I got to go to make it to the NBA. What the fuck you going to do to get there? Like, right. that's your right. goal. Yeah. What are your habits? Are you going to hit the gym at 3 a.m., get some rest, go to weights, then hit the gym again at 12 before lunch, get three workouts in a day? You got to have these, strate- these strategic habits set up. Right. So, like, I learned, I learned so much just in the instant from him. That's why that was my favorite interview so far. And I hope, I hope people don't feel disrespected by that, but that ain't nah, what it I is. I mean, shit. That's nah, a... Shit. Anybody, anybody pro- fucking with... All your arsenal of work that yeah. you did and the interviews and stuff like that, they probably they they ain't gonna feel no type. For of sure, way. I guarantee they ain't gonna yeah. feel no type of way. Especially that's something that everybody can use as a tool. Yeah, to reevaluate Man. yourself and think about habits because we always. I feel like even with me, I, I I'm a habitual like abuser of doing this, but like I always try to look for the, the big honesty. Uh, I I look for wait, the big W. Like the honesty. It, it, but you don't get to the big W unless you stack up little mm. Ws. Like, so you got to win one to get to ten. You got to like on some Brady shit. You got to win one. No cap. Like, right. He different. Like uh, he really different. But that's that's <laughs> something. Different. That's something yeah, I had to realize. Years, yeah, yeah. He's something else. He level up. Oh, man. I would say like as far as like my favorite interview or I guess interviewee. Was the only one I ever did was with Phoenix. Well, y'all ain't been on my shit yet, so we're gonna revisit this. Hey, 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 hey. I ain't wanna put it out there in the universe, but yeah, no. We gonna, yeah, we gonna, hold up. Like, I think I wanna do, like, we could do three of them. Fuck it. Let's be different. Solo, solo, and a double. Okay. I'm with all that. But yeah, my bad. I ain't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good. But I was gonna say, because I was the only one I ever done before was the Phoenix one, so I guess I would have to go with that one. But my favorite podcast to do, honestly, is it's shit like this where we get a dope guest and it's mm. me and Tyler and like if like just to put it in perspective if we talking for an hour I get twenty minutes in Tyler get twenty minutes and the guests get twenty minutes in and it's sure. like a discourse and it's just our organic episode or you know what I'm saying Tyler's my best friend I know this guy for twenty two years now. that's crazy and man. then like solid too not that's like crazy years bro of like, like break off disconnect yeah, no, just twenty two running. running like as black man we gotta celebrate that shit bro y'all breaking the odds like yeah. for real that shit's crazy yeah no beef no goals or and whatever. even if I don't like this nigga I still gotta fucking love him yeah no cap no cap cause we always gotta disagree sometimes but we can still like agree to disagree and not cancel each other this weird ass world we in now but then that's that's the thing that I like too cause like I also like just a podcast where it's just me and Tyler and we just shooting this shit cause like I said that's my best friend so we could literally talk about anything and everything <laughs> and we have some goofy ass War episodes where y'all like yeah, y'all like wild, what the man. fuck is wrong with y'all <laughs> I wanna know what some off camera conversations oh. looking like uh, niggas be like, yo, what the fuck Tyler on, man? <laughs> and usually go like this. Like, Tyler will, to give you a perspective of them off-camera conversations, like, Tyler will text me some wild shit, or I'll text him some wild shit, and we, I know we just both look at our phone like, what the fuck is this nigga on? <laughs> and, like, we don't, like, our friendship, like, at least, 
I want to say ever since we got phones. So maybe early high school, freshman year. We yo. have never, yo, what's up? How you doing, King? Like, none of that. No. Like, we just don't. Uh, like, straight you, to the juggler. Man, like, if you sending a risky text, that's how we like, start Like, we ain't never said, yo, what's up to each other? I'd be yeah. like, hey, yo, so Shorty was like this, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas is wild. Just straight wild. Do you have a favorite oh, episode or interview that we've done? Oh, fuck. It's about to be this one. Like. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Let's speak it into existence, uh, bro. I mean, it has to be our like a boy, our boys. Like as far as like anybody that's created like photography and mm. stuff like that. Like we had, like we had Borg on our shit. Man. He's dope. Yeah. Neek, shout out to Neek Rob Robinson. Uh, fuck. All, all our models, Hannah, Maddie. Like I, I, I just can't. I can't pick a, a favorite. Smart I really can't pick a favorite because, like, for as far as like. As far as, like, our guest goes, like, it could just be me and them for the first time, you know. But, like, at the same time, I try. we try to pick brains, you know. Mm. We try to you know, figure out what they're Tools, about, you man. know, and stuff like that. And, like, and we get into it. We get conversating, and, you know, because you never know what people are until you actually talking to somebody. Right. Mm. You know, until you actually get them going. So, like, that's all, like, all of them are my favorite because, like, we never really went in depth with motherfuckers like that before. Mm. You know, we know of people, but we don't really know them. Right, right. That's facts. I would also say, like, another thing I do like about the podcast space, at least in Iowa, is that, like, we got you on this episode. We might be doing your episode and stuff like that. Or even, like, with Phoenix, like, Tyler did a Phoenix episode. I thought that shit was dope. And then I did the Phoenix episode. And I like that shit, too. And I, it's just weird how it's like, all right, we already talked to them on our podcast. But now we're hopping on this podcast Mm. and you're getting different little like intricate things mm. about the person and learning more and doing more podcasts and I, that's the space that i like you know it's beauty in that too that we all think different exactly but we all able to relate and mm-hmm. come together and just figure shit out and you take i take tools from you i take tools from you and we just building up our individual bodies even more right yeah because that's a crazy thing that i was that i was thinking earlier i was like man you know, we got Phoenix's podcast, Juwan's, and then ours. And, like, we could all ask our, ourselves the same shit. No and cap. we could, like, get a different answer every no single cap. time on any mm-hmm. se- single given day. That's you know, fact, it's just bro. like, it's just like we grow with, like, you know, what we took from, like, others, like, iron sharpens iron. You know, okay. something like that. And that's crazy to think. And I think, um, like, I saw I want to apply, like, you and Phoenix for what y'all do. Because, like, I I did a couple episodes with, like, an FGC thing. And, like, in it, well, one-on-one interview is hard. Like, you oh, yeah. really have to, like, think about something and you can't let dead air. And I, I, I almost get oh, spoiled yeah. because it's, like, I feel like, um, shit, I feel like I'm, like, the basic play-by-play announcer. And I got the color commentator <laughs> yeah. here with Tyler. I just let Tyler go. Like, as soon as Tyler gets to ISO, He's going to run like, with it. Right. Yeah. All you gotta do is throw him the live. He gonna come down three. I was like, whatever this nigga wanna pass, I'm gonna shoot. Yeah. He going for 30. So that's why I applaud you and Phoenix for the the ability that y'all have. Do you, uh, do you end up taking notes or like, how do you, what's the process? Yeah, so that's, that's, that's good. Like, each guest is different. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like, just to give you some insight on this next person I'm finna interview. And I kinda wanna get more into like, leaving the space, like flying. Taking trips on the business because I LLC that. my podcast and like while there is a ton of dope people so in Des Moines, to talk to you about yeah, that. no, for sure we're gonna lock in. And then while there is a ton of dope people in Des Moines, there's a ton of dope people in this world. So right, like, true. so like, and I and I'll drop this spoiler here on y'all podcast. My buddy Laron Bennett, 
Um, he ran track um, at, at Georgia, and he tried out for the Olympics three times, failed all three times, and he coached at Drake. That's how I met him when he was coaching at Drake. But he's from down south. He just wrote a book about his story. It's called The Mind of an Olympian. And, like, he said he missed being an Olympian by point two, point two, point zero zero two of a second. That's so, crazy, like, he right. said he's, he'll never call himself an Olympian, but he has the mind of one because he was point zero zero two away. But I just finished his book. I read it in two weeks. Now I'm ready to fly an interview. So, like, obviously, I got to do my research to study this person, to know their whole characteristics, what they like, what their family like. I can tell you his wife's name, his kid's name, his mom and dad name from his book. But for people, other people, that's different. Like, you guys got shows. All I got to do is cut on y'all's show and listen to you. Right. Like, I knew you lived in Johnson. Like, I know you find different ways to create. You find you find blank walls, and, like, you find different spaces in the morning. I know your struggles with that because I listened to you on Phoenix. Right. Didn't listen to yours yet, but I'm going to tap in. But, like, it's nah, just cool. like it's just like doing that research before you get somebody because I don't want to get, and I think I applaud y'all on that because y'all did a great job. But, like, even, like, questions off camera just ask me, so, like, yo, what's legit your real name? Like, people don't, people I don't. I don't want to fuck it up. No, no, that's, and that's respect. No, that's respect. Like, but y'all, like, actually paying attention to my shit, because I, I do make it hard for people to understand my real name, like, what it is. Uh, and that's by design, to be honest. Right. But, like, so, like, just like y'all do, like, I do my due diligence. Like, even if it take me, like, I wanted to interview LaRon, he was just in, in the area signing his books, and he was flying and promoting his book. I couldn't interview him yet because I ain't got it finished. I ain't did my due diligence. Right, so yeah. I do my due diligence as much as I can. And I also ask the guests kind of like the questions y'all ask me. What do you don't want to talk about? Because I don't want nobody to come on the, come on the mic and be like, yo, this nigga weird. Why the yeah, fuck is he asking me this shit? shit yeah, like yeah. even or if like. Or set a nigga up. Like, yeah, like or set yeah. a nigga up to walk into a booby trap. But like, and whatever that may be, that, that, that varies for different people. But yeah, I do my research and also want to make my guests feel comfortable like y'all do. It's the same way. Like, so like if I got to tap into a ton of podcasts for the week, I'm on it. If I got to re- read your blog, if you only blog and I want to interview you, I got to read it. Like, right. I got to take that time, and it's, and it's my business. Like, so I have to take that shit serious, and I want to get on camera. Like you said, one-on-one, a ton of dead space. Mm-hmm. I got to keep that shit going. Right, like, That's exactly. on me. That's my job. That's not my guest job. It's my job to fill that air. Right. So, that, that comes with doing my homework, though. Because that's, like, I knew once Phoenix told me, and then I did all my research, and I saw the production. I saw the, the other Instagram account and how you carried yourself and how, like, the shit you were doing. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to get this guy on the podcast ASAP. Yeah. But... I had to listen to a Phoenix episode. I had to listen For to the sure. Bias episode. I was listening right. to the Peter Jock episode. For like, sure. I couldn't just, Fuck with Jock. <laughs> I couldn't just uh, push you on the podcast not knowing something. Without doing your homework. I got to do my homework. And actually, it's funny that you bring up Jock. I got a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> Who don't got a pee funny story? So, shout out to my boy Otto. Uh, this is like at the time we're going to North. I think I'm in ninth grade. I had to be like maybe five seven five eight five nine maybe around there because I'm like five eleven six foot. I didn't I knew I didn't I didn't grow very much in high school, and what made it so bad was so we're playing in that summer league. You know mm-hmm. how like high school yeah for sure summer league and yep. you're playing against all the Camps, schools. Yep. Yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're at Hoover, and I'm five nine. Like my homeboy Otto, he Bosnian. He like six two. He about like six, six two now. Six, good. Damn. Well, he might he might be six four, but at the time he was like six two. Wait, did he let you drown? Listen, oh, he let him go. Listen, listen, listen. So you know, what I'm saying we the freshmen, we the two freshmen on the, the varsity like summer league. Well, you, you so, finish. 
Uh, I don't know how we did that. Yet. I said no. Well, what year you finished? Like what year you graduated high oh, school? 13, my bad. 13. 13. Same. Okay. So we jumped. Okay. okay. So we yeah, jumped. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Same. You thirteen as well. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know. Same. 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 Okay. Okay. I see what you say. But so, <laughs> so we're in the summer league and like we're on varsity. We're the only two freshmen on varsity. So I'm thinking this is a good look. I'm about to you know what I'm saying get some tick, get some reps. I'm, so I go in and uh, me and me and Otto go in. And like I said, Otto, like he's six two, six three. So he's usually more in the post because I obviously North was a shorter basketball team. Yeah, so yeah. I'm more of a, like a forward or guard kind of. And you know what I'm saying? I I didn't develop no game. All I had was the Giannis halfback dive. Like all I got is the right hand to the lane. But this is he also got, varsity. He got the whole layup pass. <laughs> so he said the Giannis halfback dive. <laughs> oh my goodness! But so you know what I'm saying? They they checking in the ball. Otto go, yo, bro, guard drop. What nigga? Nigga, what? I'm like, yo, what you? What do you mean? He's like, bro, he's too fast. I'm like, so I'm like, big as hell. I'm five nine, looking up at Jock, like, bro, I like. Luckily, I only had to guard him for two minutes. He grabbed the ball, like hit hit the three point stance. He he ain't doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can can hold on. Okay, good. Yeah, you held your own. That's all that fucking matters. I was so fit when this nigga. He like, yo, bro. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he looking at you. Oh yeah, this a poster. Cheddar. This a poster. He like chop cheddar. I'm finna work. Bro, what you did? What you had to do? I would have been so tight. Now nah, I'm, bro. I'm talking like elbow in the back. I'm like, yeah. nigga, you're not nigga, touching. Nigga, I'm here, nigga. I was like, right. man, you score all the points they want. You not. Yeah. That <laughs> that ego kick in, man. You got to respect that ego. I held it. I held it down, but I was also so pissed at my friend. I'm like, nigga, you're a six two. You're the same height as the nigga. Running from that word, I'm like, bro, that shit was. That's trash. hilarious, bro. I'm put you in a blender. <laughs> nah, Jock's I mean, different, man. I was, at that time, I was probably closer than I was in senior. Yeah, yeah he definitely jumped at leaps and bounds. Oh, leaps and bounds. bounds. That, that man is, is yeah. the truth. Like, I was, cap. I was That's funny. That episode, yeah. Um, now I don't know if you know this, Tyler. What's up with it? Juwan got a different type of bag. We got to talk oh, about it. Yeah, you do. We, we, we ain't got to go in this pocket How yet. How y'all know that? We ain't, I ain't got to go in your pockets yet, but, I, bro, I was listening to an episode. And usually, you know what I'm saying, some people, I don't know the numbers of your analytics of your podcast, mm-hmm. but I'm sure you do well for yourself. But most people, you know what I'm saying, start off with a, a Squarespace ad, start off with a, you know Anchor ad or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. This nigga got a real estate, home he real do. estate <laughs> Ad, bro. I he was like, yo, you looking to buy a home? I'm like, pizza too. I'm like, hold on, bro. My second apartment. He said, call this number. I said, wow, this guy's different. (laughs) You gotta pause it, rewind (laughs) it. Wait, what's that nigga number? (laughs) Bro, when I heard that, I'm like, oh, he different. He got money. I I was like, I never heard a bag like that. How did you even get? The idea to get up, you know what? I know people are gonna want to buy homes. Yeah, like, yeah, that's that's different. This so, romance so, shit. Yeah, no cap, <laughs> no cap. So check it. Like, it, it, it's to be honest. Like, one thing like sports and my mom's taught me is just like to believe in yourself. Mm, and it's right. like, and it's like I see like I see the surroundings that everybody doing, and like I, I love to be different. I love to be that outcast. So I'm like, fuck it. I started emailing people. Mm. Hey, I just started a show. These are my analytics. These are my numbers. This is my target audience. And my target audience, I'll share with the world. My target audience is a male and female from 21 years old to 28 years old. Those are first-time homebuyers 
or people looking to get into the real estate game. Right. So, especially for people who don't even understand the housing process, like myself, I didn't until my me and my wife just bought our first house. Congratulations. Three up. months ago. Appreciate that. Three months ago and didn't understand the process. I'm like, yo, if I can benefit from you and you can teach me some shit, I know my listeners can because, like, so I always want to make my ads to where, like, my target audience will fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if that product don't sell on there, he going to pick his ad up or she going to pick her ad up and walk. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. So, like, mm-hmm. I just had the confidence to ask motherfuckers. I'm like, yo, look, this is what it is. This is what, like I said from the start, this is my LLC. This is my business. So I need that. Yeah. Like, I need that. I'm getting up on camera, so I might as well make something every episode. Shit. Yeah, might as well get your investment no back in. But so what uh what podcast platform are you on? I am on Anchor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I am on Anchor. I did so, use Anchor. And Anchor give you the option to use their ads. You don't use that? Or not. No, I don't. I don't. Cuz like this is my thing. Anchor take a piece of that. That's true. So this ad I got is a motherfucker who live in Des Moines. Mm. Who going to give me that bread straight up like, yo, I did four episodes this week. Thank you. Boom. Okay. Here's the analytics. You want to sit down? You want to get coffee? You want to see the numbers? Do you Boom. know? Um, I mean, you don't have to go in full detail. No, for sure. But do you know if he's actually got that investment back? Because there's some people that sure. that will get the clicks, and I don't. I clicks don't know. Don't, clicks don't give you money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how that looks for ad. Like you would want traction and revenue to your site, which it doesn't boost and enhance the site, but. If no one's buying the product, it's yeah. still not. It's like it's, one of those- it's, not, it's pointless. Mm-hmm. So check it. So what he is in, it's like even any anything in sales, like with home insurance, housing, any sales. Like I sell signs right now for my job. It's all relational. So what he looking for is to teach people, give them the education. He know my shit was just getting off the ground. Mm-hmm. So all I got him was conversation. He just want to get in the door with people. He want to get people that understanding. So when those brothers or sisters are ready to buy the house. They know a guy who's going to explain everything for him. That's so he real. done told me, like, it's it's a couple people who hit him up who are actually ready to return and buy a home. But it's a lot of other people who hit him up with legit questions on the housing process. And to him, that's enough. Like, it's different, like, because he ain't selling no product. He's selling himself. Mm-hmm. So once I get them to reach out, that's the ball in his court. Praise God. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, if he... That ball in his court now. He got to work. Because say, from your... Your shout out and your aspect. Say if he gets ten people, and say eight people are not ready to buy. Yeah, that might hurt mm-hmm. now. But if you build those relationships that you connect, that's on him now. If they come back when they're ready to buy, that's yep. eight. That's eight guaranteed contracts. No, for sure. Houses and like and like the cheapest you're gonna buy a house for in Des Moines. The market is booming, and I'm being generous with this number. It's 130, mm. 130,000. So he just did his first. Million dollar year last year, so during the pandemic, so he got some more room to grow. Like, so yeah, like it's all relational. Like my thing is, is hey, it's people hitting you up, it's people telling you this, that, and the third. Yes, are you giving them the game? Because now it's you, it's on you. Like all you got to do, I tell people all the time, just put me in the dough. I'm gonna run through that motherfucker. Like when I get in the room, so that's, that's on fact. him. Like for his business, for his particular business, so he's been doing well from the ads. Beautifully, so, beautifully. Hopefully yeah. you get more ads then. No, for sure. I just haven't had the time to reach out. I, I got a lot of motherfuckers to reach out to when I sit down and, and take my time. And then that's the thing, too. That That's what kind of scares me because it's like I do want a bag. I, I like I want – I think my thing in life is like, I want freedom. Mm-hmm. Not just financially freedom. I just want freedom to have options. No cap. So if I could get it to a point where, like – 
I'm thinking of Tyler. Like, if Tyler could be like, nigga, I don't even want to work no more. I just want to do the pod. No I want to get to that point where he can have that option. Mm-hmm. And I want to take an ad, but it also depends on the integrity of that. Like, it has to make mm-hmm. sense, like you said. Like, your demographic yeah. and things of that nature. And then we got to get our numbers up, but that's... That's the podcast game. That's social media game. For sure. Shit's, shit's hard. Like, For, oh, absolutely. It's tremendous. It's, it's an effort. Mm-hmm. Like, social media is, 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 is fucking work. Mm-hmm. Like, even for anything you do, like, it's the way they monopolize it to where that's the only way you can make your business get off the ground. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so like, it's, it's some work. But, like, and I have the same admirations and goals as you. Like, all I want to do is talk. Yep, I want to be Oprah. Fuck it. Talk to niggas shit. all day. Come on. One thing I, I, I one thing Oprah I wouldn't mind. People crying. No, I just said one thing. The one thing I wouldn't mind to do is shit. Like I wouldn't mind like setting up like a network. Get you on Let's there. Do it. Get uh, Phoenix on there. It's, I don't know how to go about it, but if I can figure out a way to go about it, throw some money and throw some bags and opportunity and all that Look, shit. They I'll heard it here on that. the pod. We gon' we gonna figure that out. Cause like I'm already because if we get all like all of us together, nigga, bro, <laughs> bro and like oh, put our look, look and put all that shit on one site. Mm. Like yo, you can access my website from here. You can access y'all website and podcast from here. Phoenix shit, uh, my homie Julian shit. Know y'all know other motherfuckers here. Oh. Also, artwork we got, we can bro. It's it's word. It just take the time, like like we really got to put like, you know what what black people struggle at? We struggle at organizing, bro. Like like we'll say that, that shit and then like we don't have the right habits. We don't have the appropriate habits to That's get that facts. shit done. That's facts. It's either organization, consistency, mm-hmm. or self doubt. Come on. Honestly, come on, yeah, and and the one thing I'm happy I don't struggle with is self doubt. Mm-hmm. But what I what I do struggle with is consistent. That's the hardest shit. That's the name of the game. Like when I'm consistent, my podcast numbers just be going different. Like, Word, just, I, I see it. Like I just see it, and I'm consistently fucking with people. People consistently giving me feedback, leaving reviews because I ask motherfuckers for legit feedback. Yo, tell me what what this sound like. Like what this sound like. I actually. Free game. I actually hired a motherfucker who I know is exactly my target audience, and I pay him to watch my show. Mm. Crazy. That's pay real. For, I pay for his feedback. That's, right. st- that's strategic. Because if it can help him, how many other motherfuckers out there like him that need help? Because then it's also like it comes from a place of where now – I'm watching this to critique it. Like, I'm actually listening. I'm actually tapping in. Yes. Because it's like, you know what I'm saying? We got the analytics. We know. Like, mm-hmm. I know some of y'all motherfuckers only listen to 37-minute mark. That's why yep. I be wilding out 38. But, like, yeah. I know <laughs> really be listening. We here. So, like, no cap. I understand that. And, yeah, that's just, like, the goal of mine. And I hope that I could get there one day, and hopefully so. Um, Another spicy, spicy topic. Oh, here we go. But I think this is a good yo, one. He, yo, he gets to running with it, yo. Here we go. I think, but I'm gonna bring both y'all into this one. I uh, think this shit. is a he good going one. First, right? <laughs> yeah, you can go first, Tyler. Sure. Yes. I love so, it. Yeah, let me rock. I'll go first. It's a basketball He's topic, fucking. right? It's oh, a basketball yeah, topic. Out. So, you would argue that the greatest basketball players of all time, everybody has their top three, right? Everybody, you know, everybody's heard the top three. You ain't, Juwan, you ain't got to worry about it. Everybody know it's probably either Jordan, Kobe. Or LeBron, wherever you, you ain't going, oh, whatever, whatever order you have it. I got a different three. 
Well, that's Same. interesting that you say that. Okay, got, so my question is to both Kobe of you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Man. So my question to both of y'all is who's the fourth greatest of all time? That's what I was going to ask. Oh, my bad, my bad. But, yeah, so who's the fourth greatest of all time? Patrick motherfucking Hewen. Oh, yeah, he going to take out. He tripping. You tripping, T. <laughs> The nigga, just say you're from New York, bro. That's, that's, at that point, just say you're from New York. <laughs> Dr. J? At, at, hey, just say actually... you're from the East Coast. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> nigga showing his true colors, huh? East Coast, like, yeah. bias. So, what would you say? I got cold, man. I got cold. So, then who's, the cold. who's your top three? My top three is one, Michael. Let's get that understood. LeBron. Mike's, Mike's number one? Mike's number one. No debate. It's just about something about that black knight when he walk in the room. Man. I mean, he had dog. Like, man, there's no discussion it's about it. Who y'all niggas know call LeBron black Jesus? Man, come on, man. That's the highest. Man, stop playing with Mike. Mike is Hemothy. So, check it. No disrespect, LeBron. LeBron. I got LeBron there, too. Okay. And I'm not a LeBron fan at all. Like, if you, like, yeah. I fuck with him as a human. Great ass person. But before his basketball, is not my cup of tea. And number three, Shaquille O'Neal. And this is why I say Shaq. Let me tell you why. Let me let me explain this shit because, like, niggas get mad. Kobe. Up, up, up. Hold on. Yeah, Lakers fan, huh? No, fuck no. I like oh. Kevin Durant. He's number five oh. all time. But had okay. to sneak that in there. Shout out KD. Um, but if me and you on the same squad, mm-hmm. we went three chips in a row. Mm-hmm. You win finals MVP. All three of them bitches. He probably better than me. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Like, if he win all three of the finals MVPs. Now, you can't get one. Shaq won all three. They went three <laughs> rings together. Shaq won all three of them bitches. Now, I hooped and I really lived that life. Niggas can't tell me they don't, they don't see the truth in that. Like It's just like, it's math to me. Steph ain't got one yet. That's what I'm saying. He ain't got one finals MVP. That, and, and KD had to really? show them. Oh. And KD had to help LeBron legacy I know show he's, them. I know he's kind of tight. Bro. Oh, yeah, he definitely tough. He, he definitely tight. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he could dollar. Yeah. Wow. Especially, especially in, the, what was it, 2017? 2017-18 when KD first got there. Man, they thought Steph was going bro, to Steph was co- Bro, Steph was cooking that whole series <laughs> on the KD, bro. It was 35. What? We ain't going to talk about Clay though. Bro. Oh, man, he's ridiculous. Because what I was going to say... Who, I, who's your fourth? Honestly, probably... My list probably looks exactly like yours because I was going to say either... No, KD, because we ain't never really seen anything like KD. Hey. We ain't never really seen anything like Shaq. That shit is different, both of them. So I was gonna argue that. No, y'all niggas saying magic. This this one, y'all niggas saying magic. Damn, magic gotta be in the top five debate. Like he has to be. Could he have? It's just so hard. He changed the game. He is a six nine point guard. He changed the game. The vision out the ass. What's crazy too is like niggas see everything going on back right. here. What we know now about it is he probably, probably could have played. Today? Well, not even today. For like, fact. Well, when he retired. Because he retired we in like 96. We didn't know didn't anything he? about HIV and AIDS. For right sure. There. So they, we had the information that we had now, and it, it wasn't as fatal. That It was like, he really, as long as no other NBA players... Blood is fucked up yeah. or something like that. You probably could have played. Or I, don't remember, bro, I don't know if you remember that one uh, one time they they was like talking to Carl Malone. He was like, bro, I ain't talking to that nigga. I knew he was going to say that, bro. Carl Malone was like, like, I ain't playing with that nigga. nigga. <laughs> He's so country. He said, like, I don't bro, know nothing about I said, I'll bump into that nigga after that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bro, he was wild. He's like, bro, I'm not doing that. You know what I appreciated, <laughs> though, from Carl? His honesty. 
Because he fucked with Magic. Like, he respected his game and everything, but he was uh, like, trying to bump 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 with that nigga. Yeah. But (laughs) he trying to evade the question. Move number four. Well, I got to say, I would put either, if I had to put a recency bias, I would put KD. If I had to put, like, all time and how I generally feel, I would put uh, Shaq. For sure. But and again, if I if I had to throw some flowers, my, I would put AI. But I feel like niggas ain't ready Shout for that conversation. Allen. I feel like niggas ain't ready for that Shout conversation. Out Allen. It is OG. I will status. give you. I will give you AI. It's OG. I will give you AI. Mm-hmm. It's OG. That's no cap. AI is he's a dog, man. Like, but you ain't gonna tell me because I just watched this shit the other day. I just watched uh, Stephon Marbury shit. Ooh, Marbury was. In- Different breed too. Starbury, bro. Yeah, he was a different breed. Coney Island nigga. Come on now, like, come on, son. He definitely East Coast. (laughs) He definitely East Coast. I had a pair of Starburys. Well, I have the jersey. No cap. I wore the Starburys with the cargo jeans. Tweak it, (laughs) nutty. I feel like everybody who had Starburys was a menace to society. (laughs) But, but yeah, man. That's the one that don't get his flowers. But yeah, man. Like I think um, he's forgotten. Besides, besides Patrick Ewing, everything was valid. <laughs> he said, he, he uh, Pat, he said, I'm rocking. Because, like, even if you had a draft, bro, you're not picking Pat within no, the top five. Pat over he Mar- might not even be your center. You're not picking him over Akeem or Shaq, bro. Thank no you. way. Thank you. That's what I'm about to say. He a might be the boy either. <laughs> he said, let me marinate. Because it also depends on who we got with him. Definitely. But you could put Shaq out there with anybody. Anybody, bro. Just let him clean that bitch up. It's good. I think we never see, He was literally like a fucking bro. linebacker, D lineman playing do, basketball. Bro, and people default Shaq because he didn't take care of his body. That nigga Shaq was a G. Wasn't nobody going to touch him. That nigga was just big, bro. <laughs> that nigga was big, bro. No he, yo, he used his body, bro. That nigga was a bully. Yo. No cab. He, he was, was a, a bully. real bully. That nigga was bullying. Uh, he was a real bully. <laughs> the fuck y'all going to do about it? That nigga... Like that basketball somebody question, and just push somebody push down. That, <laughs> push that nigga out of the way, yo. I wouldn't have got a press, boy. Man, he threw the ball at Shaq. He threw the ball at him. He threw the ball at Shaq. Barkley's <laughs> another one that deserves this. Barkley's a dog. He deserves Barkley's a dog. I like. That's man. another nigga. If we would, if he would have went to the Knicks, we would have won our chip. We, everybody, we bro. We would have won our chip. We would have won our chip. Y'all should have won one. He a Knickerbocker? Mm-hmm. Man, why y'all ain't accept KD and Kyle? Talk to me. I heard what your owner said about Kev and that injury. And now he got egg on his face. <laughs> he wrong for that, man. Y'all got to fire him. He got The league should force him to sell that motherfucker team. Knicks are just No, he, he need to get off of it. The team is greatness. That's the mecca. It need to bring. Man, y'all supposed yeah. to have KD and Kyrie and that bitch rocking right now. So are you a Nets fan? Since you're a I'm a Kevin Durant fan. I fuck, um, I fuck with KD I too. Fuck, see. I was never mad at the decision. Here's the thing. I was. Here's the thing. It's all New York, all the boroughs. For sure. So oh, now you claiming I'm, I'm, I'm that's ne- your cousin. You, you fucking know I was claiming the Nets. Right. Yeah, no yeah. cap. That's, that's your cousin. That's <laughs> your cousin. All right, I got you. He's just right across the bridge. No, you know, yeah. it's Madison Square, bike Brooklyn. ride away. That's just a bike ride away. No cap. Only reason I wasn't mad at the KD situation because it's like. We I, I feel like that's, that's, a, that's a damned if you do, damned if you don't because he was at OKC. His options, his top three was Boston Celtics. I'm a Celtics fan, so mm. I was hoping that nigga just gone go over there. Mm. And then not to mention, like, that's probably why I wasn't really a big LeBron fan because that nigga sent us home a lot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have again. That nigga and then was not he had Washington. Like, nah. 
I was thinking about this too. Is like Washington wasn't really an option. That's but home. Man. That's home for him. That though. Is, True, yeah. but I'm saying it wasn't really a realistic but option. Him, but him, him and Wall and Brad Bill would have fucked some shit up, and, bro. That was gang banging Wall. Yeah, gang banging bang Wall. Yeah, like, no full care. fast dunk on somebody no and then throw up a yeah. side. He, he was a fool. That team would have been ignorant. I, but then I, tell I see you why I he wanted went to him to go. I tell yeah, he definitely bossed his life up with Golden State, and I was mad at him for like two minutes, but <laughs> like yeah. literally two minutes. But I saw everybody on my nigga decision. neck. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's still him at the call him what you want, but he still got. You can't deny game and effort. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna tell you why I wanted him to go, and like everybody wanted him to go their own separate places. I want him to go with Greg Popovich and Kawhi Leonard. Ooh. To the Spurs And they offered him A, a nice little bag um, Same bag he got At Golden State But like And like This is the thing Why I wanted him to go there People would not hate him Today As much as they do Right And he still would have won Championships For a fact Cause Kawhi Leonard Imagine Kawhi is probably The only, the best person That you can have To stick him Imagine if he running Alongside with that nigga that's a good and point. Then you got shooters. Come and you on, got you Greg, got Patty Mills. And you got Greg Popovich. Don't put you in position. He is. But you think Pop? He, he dominated. Let, you think Pop gonna let him like isolate? Cook? Yeah. So listen, this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing about you know Pop coached the USA team too, right? That's true. Yeah. Like this is the thing. Like Pop respect greatness. Now he can yell at Tim Duncan. That's the type of player Tim Duncan was. Like if Michael Jordan was on that team. Probably gonna be too much fucking yelling going on. Yeah. It's gonna be like right, Tim just got his. He's just was quiet. Like, but just, that made Tim great because yeah. like Tim, like yeah, you can motherfuck me. So ain't nobody else in this fucking locker room gonna say nothing because Greg on there with me. And if I can take it, when he get yell at y'all ass, y'all better shut the fuck up too. Right. But KD ain't gonna give you too much to yell at. He's shooting that bitch fifty percent from the floor as a guard. Like a dog. It ain't too much to scream at. But Greg wanted him. Greg, and I think that would have flourished because Greg is, I think, the smartest coach in the NBA. Um, but that's why I wanted him to go personally because he still would have won championships. Like, the Spurs literally almost beat the Warriors with him on it. No KD. And with him on Golden State. That's true. Come on, bro. Like, y'all yeah. got like, bro, yeah. he still would have won at least two and he would have been loved. Texas would embrace him. To I be fair, that. to be fair, I know that. To be fair, because that nigga went to Texas. No yeah, cap, he so. gotta bring that shit home. To be fair, I think he's still maybe not with the Wizards. Yeah, I think he goes to the finals with the Wizards. I think he went with Boston. I think he would win with Boston. That I, might be my Boston I think bias. He, but. I think he can win. I think he can win anywhere. I thought he could win in OKC, and that's why I was happy he left OKC. Like they didn't you help understand. Like I followed this nigga from UT. Since UT, he always had to play four and five. Like, as a hooper, like, even, like, if I go into pickup games and I'm better than most at pickup games, I hate getting double teamed in that bitch because right. Joe in the corner can't fucking shoot to save his fucking life. <laughs> like, uh-huh. yo, like, that shit is frustrating. I couldn't imagine playing an 82-game season, a full playoffs, just being a nigga standing on the block waiting on you to drive. And like, no, you can beat your man, but that nigga got help. And if you kick it to that nigga in the corner, ten times out of ten, he gonna miss that hole. Or hit the side of the backboard. Bro, when I tell That's you That's frustrating. Bro, I, I, I was watching Joe Harris that entire fucking series, bro. I wanna kill Joe. But then also what makes it so fucking bad too is he like hit what if he fell out of boat? Yo, yo. They bro. was telling yo, they they were saying on Twitter, they was like, yo, give this nigga the worst room in fucking Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Roach infested room, nigga. But then what also bro, makes it so bad sick. too is like when Katie's playing that block, is like, yeah, you can stretch out the defense and bring mm-hmm. them everybody about. 
back out and then like let Russ cook. But you gotta go back and transition defense, and you gotta be in the paint, and then whoever you're playing is probably a true four or five, and that nigga backing you down. Katie probably don't want to deal with that shit. And no, no cap. And what? And what? One thing that flourished his career that pissed me off because people really must have didn't watch him in OKC. Everybody just raved about how good of a defender he was for Golden State. He played defense in OKC, bro. Like, I watched him fucking go foul out guarding LeBron and play good defense on LeBron some plays. I hated that shit. I'm like, bro, let fucking Thabo check him. He can't make a fucking shot. Let him get tired. Right. But, like, he he always played defense his whole career, bro. But he got credit for that going to go to State. I just think OKC just – the front office didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, like, Sam Presti did a horrible job. They didn't know how to build around – Sorry, Sam. They did not know how to build Them around KD had, and Russ. James. They had Russ, James Harden, KD. Surge. They had Serge. Nigga, Jeff Green. I forgot that. I forgot they that. They had a solid ass team. Yeah, yeah. Green, hey, he was hooping last year in the playoffs. Him and KD and Jeff Green, they both came from the sandbox, from the yep. Super Sonics. Yep. Up, yep. So I know yep. them, them niggas is locked in. What's crazy, too, is like when you think about it, is like, say they do somehow beat that Heat team in yep. like 2012. Yeah. It might not never, never switch split. Up. Yeah. Never and then split. like. Imagine if they were who they are now. They'll never split. That might yeah. have been the greatest team ever. Bro, like. I see Bro, and I think what people didn't realize was, like, even in OKC, James was really the point guard when he checked in. Mm. James is the point guard, bro. He's that. Like he, and that's why I'm so happy in Brooklyn. And I know it pisses Laker fans off. I just relish in it. I know it. And I hate the Lakers, by the way, too. Okay. You actually are like, I fucking hate them. Fuck them niggas. Oh, God. West Coast, my ass. No cap. But, uh, but yeah, like, James was the point. Like, and that shit would have been the greatest team ever if they'd have won it that year. Or if James would have stuck it out another year. But he had to go get that bag. I ain't mad at him. Houston, and Houston, turn into a Houston super up star. to Annie. Houston say, look, we got this yeah. team over here, bro. Turn into a fucking super His best bet, shit, his best bet was when he had Chris Paul. I thought they was going to beat the Warriors, And they too. had Capella. I yeah. thought they was going to, but bro, Chris had to be Chris. They fucked up when they, they traded shoot. Clint Capella, though. They traded him. They, they fucked up, right? They did fuck up. Yeah, like they was trying to do that all P.J. Tuck at the five. He's stressed that out. That nigga was like that nigga that is like nigga six, six seven. Five, bro. Six, I think he's like six, six, five? Five, six six, like for real. Yeah. yeah they, he just swole. That's why he looked taller, because he swole as fuck. They really try to put that nigga out of center. <laughs> they wild for that. That nigga, <laughs> hey, he posted the meme with him on skids. They did a meme of him on skids. <laughs> it was like no cap. That nigga reminded me of like he would be not obviously he's an NBA pro, so I ain't gonna slam him too yeah. much, but he seemed like he'd be like a fucking like LA fitness legend. Like no he'd cap. be one of them niggas no like cap. just swole as shit, Man, don't work out, but just buckets. Buckets. Like, and, and PJ PJ a realist. Like he's so real. Like if you hear PJ Tucker ever speak up like about basketball in depth, he's smart as shit. Then but, that nigga went to Milwaukee and he came a dog. He was a dog the entire series. Man, like, and man, got a chip ruthless. out of it. Like, got a chip out screaming of it. Screaming at KD in his face like that ain't his like, legit homeboy. Like, right, yeah, like, yeah. Like locked in. Talking to his moms and shit. No cap. He, he know, was. He know the fam. Like, that's yeah. his boy, man. And he was screaming at that nigga like, motherfucker, let's go. You got to love that shit in sports. Yeah, I, I, that intensity is not there. I don't think it's as fun. Yeah, no, for I sure. Do, I did wish that Phoenix won because I lived in Arizona for a little bit, so I'm kind of upset that they Me too. So dropped the bag, especially so, Chris Paul. So the game they lost, that Milwaukee actually won it, game seven would have been in Phoenix. And, y'all, that was the day we arrived to Phoenix, to Scottsdale, for my bachelor party. 
Like we was like, yo, Phoenix crazy be lit. They went game <laughs> six. We got game seven on the NBA finals. <laughs> wow. I know you That's was teed so up. Shitty. Man, I was pissed they lost, bro. That's so shit. Yeah, I was pissed because I was like, yo, we finna be rocking. So to go on a quick NBA tangent again, real quick, just out of curiosity. Sorry, y'all. Y'all got to deal with that. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, as long as you, you keep hot, as long as you keep hot, we good. What do you what, if you was 76ers, what would you do with Ben Simmons? Cuz we we already kind of addressed this on the pod before, yeah. but yo, that nigga can't shoot. I I ain't going like I said, he's still an NBA pro. He'll cook me up any other kind of way, but like like if your life was on the line and he had to make 7 out of 10 contested threes. I ain't dead. I ain't putting my life on shoot me dead right then and there. No, no, I renege, nigga. If it was in a game or a regular practice cuz in practice uh, he, he be saw yeah. All right, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm gonna give y'all shootout pre-work. Hold on, pre-shoot. I'm gonna give y'all scenario then. All right, all right, boom, check it out. He got to make seven out of ten. It's in practice. First five, he by himself. I just but, think that but nigga's the, scared the next of five. We be honest. The next he's five, contact, he contested. Ne- what did you say? He's scared of contact. I think that nigga nigga's scared to shoot. He can how sh- you a shooter, but you scared to shoot? <laughs> nigga got. Nigga couldn't hit Ricky like what? Like he can't shoot. <laughs> so check. So check. Here's my here's my spiel with, with Ben though. <laughs> like especially like being in that shit, and I wasn't the greatest shooter in my career. That shit is all confidence, bro. His confidence is piss poor. I'll be mm-hmm. honest with y'all. Like enough, to even yeah. see him under the hoop, passing up open layups with fucking Trey Young on him, and the game's that's what I'm on saying. Like that should have been the easiest fucking in his he, life. He got a head case, y'all. Like he really dealing. He fighting himself in his head. Like y'all I done think been he there. Is. No, he yeah, he do. Mm-hmm. He he trying to hide that light skin nigga trying to hide that <laughs> shit. Nah, that nigga got a, that nigga head case, bro. Like for real. So like for 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 in game, definitely not betting on that nigga. Wouldn't bet. Wouldn't bet with that nigga to save my life in game because he might hit the paint, nigga, all elbows. <laughs> Y'all niggas is crazy. But this what I think the Sixers should do with Ben, though. I think they should make him. If you're not going to shoot, all right, motherfucker. You see that motherfucker in Milwaukee? Play just like that. Get your big ass downhill the whole night and pass and lay the ball up because we move you to the point, and he's a very good defender. We move you to the point guard, and if niggas sag off you, we're going to post your ass up for the rest of the night. Because Joel and B can stretch the floor, but if that if not, get rid of him. Like at it's, this point, I, yeah. honestly, I think I think if you should just because if you can't shoot or play, you gotta at least be a dog. He on gotta be. Players. He's not aggressive enough. Like like Giannis, no, he can't shoot, but Giannis' confidence is getting better and better. Right. And, and he's developing and, a and shot because he, he had to. And like you said, strong right drive, like Ezekiel Elliott, give him the fucking ball. Giannis gonna put that shoulder on your ass, nigga. Mm-hmm. He got he ain't, ben, ben can't do that. Like, he yeah. can't go get in the nigga chest and go lay that bitch up because he want to be all cute and shit. But, <laughs> no, like, he be pissing me off. Like, nigga, you know you can't shoot. Nigga, get the fuck down here. You're probably the fastest nigga in the building. Bro, like, I... He got all the intangibles. It's so, like, it's disrespectful. Yeah. Ain't nothing worse than when you're at a park or five... Oh, he can't shoot back off. And then, like, this is Yo, happening in the league. Yo, confidence. This is yeah, happening in the, the pickup games, bro. That should be irking you the most. Or they turn their whole fucking back. Yeah, leave him out there. Or they say, or they say, he with us. We playing six on four. He with us. Oh, that hurt your heart, boy. I'm telling you. Bro, like. they doing that to that man. Oh, he came with us tonight. That's, That's crazy as hell. His confidence said. fucked up. It's his head, though, y'all. Like, for real, for real. Cause. Bro, they, like, I was, because I was watching 
uh, there's a YouTube channel called Legend of Winning. Shout out to him. He does like very intricate breakdowns of like NBA, NBA, and like so he did like what went wrong with Ben Simmons, and he was saying that like one point, like I think it was like the 2017 season, 2018 season, whatever the last coach was before this one. That nigga was telling him like, "Look, bro, I need you to shoot one three a game." Just to just to give him the losing the shoot, shoot. I need you to just shoot one three. Professional, goes on his knees. Please shoot a three, bro. He didn't make his first three till two years in the league. Granted, he was hurt for first year, but yeah, no, but still, bro, bro, like that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. And like, that's the thing. Like, like Twitter's so fucking ruthless. Like, yo, he posted a video dunking, bro. Nigga said, "Oh, I see this nigga still working on that bullshit, huh?" (laughs) Bro, Twitter's so fucking ruthless, G. Like, yo, let my nigga live. He still gotta get to the rim, bro. Bro, they be on that. No, they be on that with his ass. You know what? what, That's disgusting. You know what makes it so worse is that. I didn't even know this. So want that bullshit. Nigga ain't training, nigga. You need to be behind that art, nigga. Bro, I, what made it so bad is, like, I didn't even know this until I, I fucking was, Yo. like, watching that video. On the video, they were like, nigga, he's shooting with the wrong hand. Like, they, they literally thought, like, he shoots left-handed. They were like, nigga, I think he's supposed to shoot right. Like, they turn the camera the other one. That nigga's such a bad shooter. They're like, I think he's shooting the Bro, wrong. Bro, that nigga Ben, boy. <laughs> hey, yo, shout out Ben Simmons, though, man. And he was a that. dog in LSU. Bro. Bro, a game changer, bro. That, that nigga, nigga really can't school? shoot, bro. Hey, watch his high school highlights. That nigga oh, used to hit threes. Yeah. He used to hit threes. I don't know who the fuck told that boy, hey, that ain't it no more. He ran with it. That nigga really scared to shoot, Damn, bro. That nigga can't post no training videos. That's tough. <laughs> and he not shooting. Like, that's bro, tough. He need to, honestly, the best place for him, he need to go to, he need to go to Greg Pop. Yeah, no, he honestly, real. he need Pop will get his ass right. He need to get cursed the fuck out. Like, bro, for real. He, like, you know how, like, in football, like, the kickers and special teamers will go isolate that's their true. and just only kick? That nigga will be isolated, just only shooting. shooting he though, can yeah. do everything else, just shooting. He shoot, need nigga. to either go to Greg Pop or he need to go to fucking... He need to go to Golden State. When <laughs> they force Draymond to shoot, he can't fucking shoot. But he, he got confidence. That perfect because all you got to do he is got hey, confidence, though. Like, like, all you need to do is pass it to Curry. He can shoot. Yep. Pass it to Clay. He can shoot. Nigga, yep. just do that. And that's that. the thing. Like, you can't really – because he's such a good fucking passer. You can't really – and he's so fast. You can't really sag on him if he gets out of his fucking head. Right. Because, like, me as a driver, if nigga sag, like, I'm going to attack you. I'm going to make you guard. And then I'm going to hit the pull-up if you keep dropping. Right. He ain't got no fucking pull, pull up. up. Like, That's God, yeah, nigga. I don't want to see Ben Simmons pull up. Like, nigga, pass that hoe. I'm getting mad. That nigga shoot. Like, what the fuck yeah, you nigga, doing? Move it. Like, it can have great ball movement. He can have the. <laughs> we can have great ball movement. He can have the open three. I'm still Yo, irritated. This nigga shoot. Like, I just pictured while saying that. I just pictured Ben Simmons shooting a pull up. That shit was disgusting, nigga. <laughs> He just irks you thinking about it. Nigga, like, with the left or the right, whichever whatever Some, hand he shoot with. Somebody made a suggestion. I think this was, like, right after the the playoff series. I love the idea of trading Dame or Ben Simmons. Because CJ McCollum could take over and be a superstar. He's not really that I way fuck with yet. I fuck with he's CJ. not that way yet. But if you give him a situation where he's the top priority in scoring, I think he can be. Ben Simmons can still eat, and he doesn't have to shoot that, take that final shot. Because I, I think CJ, CJ will take see, that final I've, shot. Dame and Joel Embiid sounds like, yo, go yeah. crazy. 
And nigga, this thing, Dame gonna turn Philly the fuck up. Boy. He would, boy. He, he's boy. ridiculous. He, and he had that, he kind of had that Philly attitude too. Oh, like, he, he would ridiculous. be perfect. Like, he's ridiculous. And Joel, he's an Oakland nigga, shit. but nothing else to talk about. <laughs> like, he ain't got to talk. Joel do all talking with his broken ass English. Like, nothing else to talk about. Nah, yeah, like, I, I like that too. And I think, like, you gotta surround Bendo with four shooters. Like, your center has to be a shooter if he's on the floor. Because, like, like that's why I think Joe can work and be, but I ain't going to lie, he's stunning B growth. Because yeah. niggas is like, man, fuck that nigga, I'm going to sit on top of B. Why are my hands behind him? Because if B touch it, we cook. We cook. So, Ben, do, do what you got to do. He's stunning B growth. Because Joel had a good, I want to say he had a good series. Against oh, man, Joe's that dude. I, I, I like him a lot. I like him B a lot. I love his. He need. He just need to get out of Philly because they asked Doc Rivers. They, when anytime when your coach, when they ask you what can you do about this player, and your coach say I don't know. Yeah, it's time to go home. <laughs> yep. That nigga said, "Can he take you to the finals?" He's ah, I don't know that, that answer. Nigga, he literally said, "I don't know that answer." Niggas be on Doc Rivers' ass, y'all. I thought he was a good coach, but ever since he left hey, I ain't Boston, ain't lie, bro. Like even in Boston, he give up leads. Clippers. He gives up leads. He was cool with the Clippers for a little bit. But he was giving up leads. I watched, like, it was one year. The Clippers were for sure supposed to beat OKC. And I watched him and Chris Paul both pitch their series down their leg. I'd be hard yeah. on Chris Paul, too. So <laughs> let's not talk about Chris Paul. I'm hard on him. Which I, I I didn't at first understand him getting traded to Phoenix, but then that actually worked out great. So Nah, for sure. It was what Devin needed. Mm. Devin's a savage. Devin's that dude. I love when he beat the Lakers and he told everybody on that bench, "Fuck y'all, bro." I don't. All them niggas in. I, I don't know how true it was. He honestly might be another Clay. Yeah, I feel like he's another Clay. Savage, maybe better because I think he's a better ball handler. Oh, absolutely, he's a better ball handler. But so it was fucked but Clay up. Got that defense. True. Yeah. <laughs> he tracing your ass. You are gonna have to give Clay fifty. You are gonna have to. I was at uh, I went to Arizona State, so that's the only reason I was in Arizona. Yeah. And nigga, I heard a rumor that like Devin Booker was there. I'm like, nigga, you just playing the NBA game, drop thirty, now you gonna fuck one of the girls I can't Absolutely. fuck with. I'm like, oh, this this nigga just living life. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yo, this nigga. Devin's a kid, man. Devin be on Twitch all night. And shit, he's a kid at heart. That's that's true because he did fucking leave Kentucky early. So he's, he's a still, kid at heart, man. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, mm-hmm. are you a boxing fan by chance? UFC. But I respect UFC. boxing. I know the guy. I know the sport. Well, we can talk okay, boxing. so you know about Wilder and Fury three. Yeah, I'm praying. I'm praying for that one. Or you praying for Wilder? Yeah, I just think Fury better. I want Deontay to win. Like, I ain't gonna lie, it's on some real like not racist shit, but on some culture shit. I, I do too I until he said. Yeah. I do too until he told us that he's gonna get a even more theatrical costume than the one he had, but then he was complaining about the costume. About the weight of it. Now he got his ass beat up. (laughs) Which might happen again. That nigga. No, I think so too, but like that's why I say I'm praying for it. Fury (laughs) licked this. No cap. Tyson Fury licked this nigga's blood off this nigga. Like, bro, it's over. But, but I will say, first fight, some bullshit. That nigga was knocked out. The ref, he was 10, 10 seconds. He was 10 counts. Yeah. Like, but True. push coming shove, they tied it. I get it. Fury's definitely the better fighter. But all he got to do is get clipped. All he got to do is get clipped. Wilder hit that motherfucker one time, flush on that chin, it's over. But I don't I'm think he's going to get that angle. I think, I think Fury's. He got it too, in the first fight. But true. if Fury got better, 
Because Fury's definitely a better boxer. Let's get that understood. But I hope. I'm praying while the win, bro. But if I had to bet, if I was a betting man, <laughs> I'm betting with Fury. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I think he's. Up. I think he's gonna piece him up, and I think he Word. might finish it early. Especially with like, there's not like that and. Intriguing fight after this with Joshua losing. Joshua's a fraud. I mean, Joshua I, I was like trash, he, bro. I felt like he was a fraud. Like, I knew, like, no disrespect to Ruiz. I knew he was monitoring Anthony beating him, Andy Ruiz, because, like, he was the sloppiest world champion ever. Like, I'm like, bro, look at this guy, bro. Like, <laughs> and, 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 and shout out to the Mexican culture that had a champion. But, uh, but yeah, Joshua's not that. Nope. I think both of them will beat Joshua. That's, yeah. I, I think, agree with I that. I think Wilder clipped Joshua. Knock him out. Actually, I wouldn't mind. I think if Wilder loses this, I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. Me Wilder either. And Joshua. I don't know how you present it, but because there's obviously going to be no title. And yeah, and then yeah. Wilder's going to be on a losing streak. Joshua's going to be on a losing streak. But, well, this is how you present it. Who want to fight Tyson Fury? Because can't nobody beat him but them two, which I don't think them two can beat him. Right. <laughs> so, right, yeah. So, and the heavyweight division is washed up. That's why I'm not a fan of boxing. Like anymore because like I feel like when they split it, CBS and ESPN, they watch the sport. It's like I want to see Javante knock the shit out of Ryan Garcia. That would be a good. But fight. they fight on two different stations, so. But not even that stations alone. It's also the promotions. Yeah, that's so what I'm if saying. It doesn't make sense for each promotion to get their back. But I do like that in the sense that like you're in control of your own shit. Where the UFC kind of I don't want to say host fighters, but like. It's politics. Like, Absolutely. You know Absolutely. who's going to get the bag and who's going to get an opportunity. Like, niggas not named John Jones is not getting any, many, as many opportunities as John Jones. Got. Absolutely. And, and John Jones is not even their biggest, like, draw anymore. Connor, Connor, like, if Connor's on the card, he's bringing the most money in. But, and I know, Connor's trash. Um, I'm a Khabib fan. Like, Khabib is uh, my favorite okay. fighter of all time. So, and he'll get his ass choked out again if he out back in at Octagon with Khabib. Yo, Khabib is a fucking menace. That, that, that nigga's a dog. That exactly. nigga fought, was it Michael Johnson? Had him in the corner. It was like, yo, I need this more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need this more. He say, you know, I deserve to fight the title. Hitting this nigga in his mouth. Like, he can't just, like, like, come on, bro. And you know what? Like, I'm a fan of perfectionists. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan of craft. Like, no matter what sport you are. Work. And he worked the hardest. You can see it. I like Valentina Shevchenko. Because mm. she works the hardest. That's a good one. And she kick ass. That's a good I, one. I, I actually, my mom was at my house two weeks ago, and I was watching UFC highlights because I knew she was getting ready to fight. She just defended her title two weeks ago. So it was three weeks ago my mom was at my house. My mom was like, that woman's the devil. I said, no, mama. <laughs> I say, I said, a black I say, I say no, nah, mama, she a perfectionist. She, she, she work at that craft. That's why she able to kick bitches in their mouth like this. <laughs> no cap. What could be but like Connor, yeah. too? Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, let's, let's talk, talk now. now. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, Khabib's, that, Khabib's my guy, bro. Like, but, like, but, like, with boxing, it's like, I struggle because, like, I want to see these fighters fight each other from these different promotions, but it just... And, yeah, in a sense, they control their own narrative, and, like, Dana White is profiting from all these fighters, but in UFC, if you get in that bitch and dominate, you're going to go to the top every time. Because Khabib is not a big character. You wouldn't see him and be like, I have to watch him fight. Like, when Conor walk in with his suits and shit, like, he got that charismatic. Khabib ain't got that. Like, you see him, he's a regular motherfucker. We'll put you to sleep. 
<laughs> like, and I think like my the fight he retired, and he's respectful. He's peaceful. I like people who's respectful and peaceful. Mm-hmm. Just he's fighting Justin Gaethje, and he's on hot boxing with Mike Tyson. Dope podcast. I don't know if y'all checked it out. Mike Tyson. I don't like the fact that Mike Tyson like bully his guests because like he know ain't no nigga gonna just like. Have you, you watched that, a little bit of that? You watched the shit. I watched one with Lil Boozy, bro. He was bullying Boozy, Boozy, bro. bro. But, but hold up, we gonna get to that. He no, was like real. sunning them a little bro, bit, bro. Sunning them, like, and then it's not just Boozy. You gotta watch more of them, ho. He be because he know I'm Mike Tyson. They gotta knock your head. Yeah, I think he asked Eminem some wild yeah. out of pocket shit too. But, also, I can't listen to it because his voice. I, no, yeah, I'm like, nigga, turn this shit. No, I watch this shit with subtitles. But no, Khabib said on that hot boxing joint. Um, and he wasn't even trying to bully Khabib. Like, you know, I know he ain't scared. He hit his ass with that <laughs> sleep. But um, he was like, yo, Justin Gaethje's parents is at the fight. He's like, I respect Justin Gaethje as a man in his family. He had him in the arm bar, and he knows Justin Gaethje not going to tap. He was like, I didn't want to break his arm in front of his parents. So I shifted into another submission and just put him to sleep. Now, that's crazy. That's nigga, Justin Gaethje, nigga, come, nigga, about, nigga, come oh. on. Like, he's like... If it's something different when a parent see their kid bones literally break mm-hmm. the ring, he's like, I didn't want to break. I had the arm bar locked in. I didn't want to break his arm in front of his mom but and dad. at the same That's time. Because he, he said, I could have gone far left. But, right. but, but I, I fuck with this nigga, so but I'm at the same sleep. time, at the same time, crazy Justin Gaethje be talking about, yeah, I'm. I'm trying to die in that motherfucker. Like, that's what I'm saying. He that's be on that time. That's, that's why. He's on that's that time. Why, that's why Khabib didn't, because he knew Justin. Like even when he put him to sleep, he knew Justin wasn't gonna tap. Like that's nah, why he said see, when he that's got the type him in nigga, the arm You gotta bar, break his arm. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He knew. He knew Justin, and, and like, and this is the thing too. Justin, the best wrestler in that class, besides Khabib. That's true. And he could have broke this nigga arm. The second best wrestler in the class. Can't nobody fuck with him. Bro. I'm still upset that we never got Khabib versus Ferguson. Me either, because he did choke Tony out. Looking at looking Look, back he, on it now, yeah, he would put that man asleep. Like no disrespect Tony, to Tony. Nah, f- fuck that. Tony out here walking with sun, sunglasses and tripping over wires. Yeah, breaking his fucking <laughs> he kneecap. No, nah, he got to choke out. It's like, bro, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like Tony, like, you, you're, you're that guy. But yeah, no, nah, he he clumsy. That's how you know he got <laughs> that's how you know he got choked out. Like that's even more like yeah. But Tony's a he dog. A goof, yeah. yeah. I would have lied. Cat. I would have said that should happen. Practice. No I'm telling cat. everybody. Look, I'm beating the fuck up. Right. I'm beating the cameraman up. Look, y'all niggas better not say shit. Don't, Don't post that shit. This. Don't tweet this. Look, I see you get your get your phone out. Let me I'll see. Break it. your motherfucker. <laughs> right. Like, but nigga, yeah. how you wear shades? In, that's why I say, why you wear shades daytime? Fucking breaking. But you fuck with boxing though. Uh. Shout out to my homie Ron. I'm getting more into sport. I like the like more popular names. Respectfully, but I'm more like you. I like more of the UFC. Yep. Like, I watch, and more I agree with your perspective too. Like boxing can't control their own narrative. Like they, I love that. Like I'm pro player. That's why I love NBA. Like shit. I mean, yeah. if we gonna keep it stacked, the Paul brothers is the best thing that happened to boxing in a while. Yeah, just because they're getting eyes to boxing. Yeah, right. And they're getting people yeah. opportunities and bags. Granted, you might not like it if you're a boxing <clears throat> purist, but if it creates a narrative to yeah. where. Good boxing is happening, like nigga. Never in a million years would I think I would see Logan versus Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, and then be when I seeing it, fucking nervous to my stomach because I'm like, damn, if this nigga Logan beats Floyd, Floyd, that shit was easy. That shit is gonna be crazy. One is gonna be crazy, and two is gonna give white people a Floyd, lot more confidence than they, Man, they definitely Floyd, need. Floyd, Floyd, ride me. I want my money back. 
Oh, yeah, he's taking this shit out of his ass. He was. What that nigga say that this is legal bank robbing or yeah. some shit like that? No like cap. He, he's, oh, he's been notorious for no that. cap, no cap. But Floyd's a go. Like his perfection is I respect yeah. Floyd because he worked hard. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why I gotta respect LeBron, even though I don't like him. That's why Kevin Durant is my favorite player. If you anybody speak about KD, hey, one of the the, the cliche answer about KD is he does every practice rep like it's a game. That's a perfectionist. I respect greatness like, on all accounts. That's why I fuck with Tyson Fear because I feel like he worked the hardest. Like, greatness right. ain't nothing but consistency. All Absolutely. The consistently hitting that bag. Consistently, consistently choking niggas out. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Like, for real, though, I, I respect greatness. Wow. But, yeah, I'm more UFC fan, though. So, have you ever seen it in person? No, that's one of my goals uh, for the next couple years, man. Is to get so, to might be lit, yeah. Me. Oh, I got to. Me and my homie Danny went to UFC Fight Night in Kansas City. Michelle Watterson was on the card. I think Rose was on the card. Rose is a beast. Um, Robert Whitaker was on the card. I think he was playing Jacare Souza. Mm. Oh, you then, went to a banger. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know if you know this, but Jeremy Stevens, he's from Des Moines. Oh, that Des Moines got a ton of fighters. Yeah, bro. He, like he's a from ton of like savages. And he's cool. And then my homie Luis, I actually worked with him at uh, Smokey D's, and he's in the UFC right now, too. But I think I just, he, he just fought recently yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And Mexican then, guy? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I saw him fight because he traded on a Scottsdale. Oh, okay. He traded, right, but, he right. from, but he from Des Moines, yeah. Yep. Somebody told me that. Someone was like, man, I grew up with this motherfucker. He from Des Moines. And he nice. But he fighting out of Scottsdale. Yeah, yeah, he oh. nice as shit. So, Des Moines got a lot of fighters. When I put it like this, we had great seats. And if I could find the pictures on my phone, I'll have to look them up. But, bro. Them hits you hear, it's not a sound effect. That's how them niggas, <laughs> bro, it sounded like a, uh, like a, He's bat. like how you, how you be, you know what I'm saying, be playing baseball and you hit the ball and yeah. you hit a crack. That's what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking, there was one, I think it was, uh, Anthony, I think Lionheart, isn't it Anthony Smith? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was there and he, he head kicked a guy on the cage and that shit sounded like a bat hit a wall. It was crack. <laughs> like this. Sleep, big fella. Nigga, fuck. It was it was a he dope like, sight, no, <laughs> and Mighty Mouse was on that card too. That was a good ass card, yeah. But like it, like when you hear it, you're just kind of like, whoa, like, yeah, that's somebody's fucking flesh. That's no, somebody's brain, really like moving, right, yeah. rolling, scattered. I think I could only watch it at UFC. I don't want to see no amateur shit unless yeah. it's like one of my homies. No, for sure. I see no, one for sure. Get knocked I agree out, with but, that. But yeah, I think it, the next time Valentina fight in the states, uh, me and my wife gonna go. Although she hates that shit, she hates it. I can see why <laughs> she hates it. I can but see yeah, why. I'm a, uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a hit one though, man. I'm, I'm jealous you've been to one. Yeah, it's it was it was worth it. I would definitely say. I wish I could have gone to more. Maybe go to a pay per view. I think that would have been lit. Mm, but that's what I want to go to. Yeah, because if Valentina fighting that shit gonna be pay per view, she's such a savage. Mm-hmm. I think that bitch would beat me up. <laughs> okay, handling. <laughs> Them women are legit. Man, like, for real. It's super scary. I like the fact that women, they don't feel it. Like, the men, they get out there, they'll feel each other out first 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Women go straight to it. They're they like, do. no feeling out. I'm finna kick well, this bitch in the face in one second. Actually, but see, I think if you, I feel like that's capped because when you think about the women, I feel like the women might know what time it is. Because you figure, like, Rose was like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Ronda was like that at one point. Like, uh, who the fuck is it? 
Amanda Nunes. Yeah, Nunes. Like all, all Nunes of them. She walking you down. She want to hit you in your face with this. Like right all hand. of them know it's like, yeah, we gonna do this face off, but she really about yeah. to get the beat, brakes beat off of you in about yeah. two point two seconds. Well, the guys, it's kind of like an unknown thing. This nigga thing. can knock me yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some girls, will, like, some girls will get hit in the face and they still sitting there. I'm like, oh yeah, she's rap. It could be like this raps. nigga is. It could be like I'm clearly better than this nigga, but if he catch me with that signature, it's rap. Like right. females though, they just walking in. Like I'm like, God damn, Amanda, she <laughs> want to hit you twice. She ready to go home. Right. Like, she ready to go home. Um, and something that I want to highlight and make sure that still a few more topics. So hopefully you could, you know, what I'm saying. No, I'm still. good, man. Like I, I want to be respectful of y'all time. I appreciate okay. y'all. So the stuff you do for the community, can we talk about that? Like that. Let's to get me, into it. I I do want to be a part of one, but I'll be working a lot. And, like, just how you give back to the community. Talk about that. Man, you know what? Um, I learned something throughout my life. It's always going to be an inconvenience to serve. So mm-hmm. I had to try to create that structure to serve because, like, I've, I'm a strong believer in that you should feed the community or not necessarily feed, like, serve the community that you reside in. And, like, um, like back home in Beaumont, Texas, I feel like, that community is struggling, and, like, that kills me, like, because I'm not there, like, I physically, but I am trying to organize and get and get people there to, like, set up and get this shit going, get people, but, like, it's just so much joy in community, it's like, a lot of people get this, get that dopamine from these apps now, and, like, that, that hurts me to see, like, that people find joy and, oh, I got this many likes, or I got that many comments, which, I'm not trying to knock nobody, like, that's, like, because that's a serious situation Like mental health And social media Run hand in hand I think right, But yeah. like When I'm out in the community bro And like I'm Interacting with humans Like uh, I'm not thinking I'm better than Like I share meals with people Who probably make more money than me Like I, It's not just about Feeding the poor And the homeless Which I would love to only Give my meals to poor and homeless Which I say that With contradicting hearts Because I would love For them to get it But like it's just like It's biblical Every Bible you Every good book you open, whether it's Quran, the Bible, whatever, um, they break like the the Messiah broke bread. Like it's biblical to break bread with people. So I feel like that's like that's something we're called to do. So like that's why it was on my heart to just run with it. Like Cause, for real for real. I mean like I've always known that like if I made it or got popping, like I would like donate money to for sure. like North or like donate money to like the morning things. Yeah, like yeah. That. But it's one thing to see you in the community and actually do it because I yeah. bet that even hits different than just giving money because yeah. it's easy to just be like, oh, here's a check, I'll just write it off, and don't think about it twice. But if you actually in the community, then you building those relationships, and then even just being like, say if I'm a misfortunate kid and seeing Jawan there, seeing a Tyler there, like, yeah. oh shit, like. They really talked about it, did it, and then they're right. back here. I want to build off that, too. Like, like Tyler is an opportunity. Like, let's say he's in a position of, like, he has a ton of money. He can give me and bless me whatever I want. But let's say I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a kid who need that, who need that. Tyler can easily give me a dub and just be like, here, man. And like, that'll make me feel good. But I got to spend the money a multitude of ways. I go get food. Or I go get drugs. Or I can do whatever. Right, right. But what, what would mean more like to me, if Tyler say, "Yo, let's let's go to McDonald's," he spent seven dollars. We'll spend an hour of his time with me, giving me that game, giving me that knowledge, sitting down, breaking, having real community with me. Because like it's not only just money, like you said, writing that check, like that only gets you so far. And like I think like 
And like Not trying to bag on them too much I think white culture presented that Like a lot of white people Don't want the front line shit But they got the money So they're like Oh here $200,000 Which shit We taking that Don't get me wrong But I would much rather like Like even like with the meals Like some people Like I have people who donate And I have people who come up And help Help us serve and shit I would rather 40 motherfuckers come serve I pay for all that shit Out of my pocket Like I just want people to be See real people Real humans Front lining Who don't think they better than them we don't think we better than nobody. We just we just called to do this. We called to make community, communicate, have a conversation. You might save somebody's life through that shit. Like if I could save one person's life through this by not even me having a conversation, like somebody else having a conversation with somebody, I did my job. Like I, I did my purpose. So like that's like that's like the real aspect of it. And that shit is an inconvenience to me and my wife. Like it's hard keeping that going. But like once that community is dependent on you, you got to keep running with that shit. Right. Well, and I mean like. Like I said, I I'd be busy with work, but if I find a day off and you're doing one, I, I do want to be a part of it. I don't know if Tyler's you, you down. Open but arms. That, that, shit, that shit would be dope. Like, I think that would be a good man. feeling. And, and and I think what, and I want to say this because I, I know people tune into y'all shit, bro. Like, what people don't understand is when you get out there, it's so much different. Like, you got mm-hmm. a different set of people out there. You got non-believers, believers, Muslims, like, whatever, bro. Like, and you're only out there for an hour. Like, that's what people understand. Like, we make the meals, or sometimes the meals are already prepped. And, bro, we walk around the community. Hey, y'all, how y'all doing today? Y'all want some meals? Like, y'all, I ran into this to this woman. She said she had seven kids, and we literally gave her, like, 12 tacos. Like, we had got tacos. She was like, yo, like, this is crazy. Like, I didn't know how I was going to feed my kids this weekend. And y'all just showed up. I'm like, yo, yeah. like, we're going to bring you that's back weird. some more tacos. Like, you never yeah. know what people yeah. going through. You never know who you might bump into. And that's going to be a lot of people like, oh, no, I don't want that. I don't you gotta be okay with that. It's just like you gotta look stupid to be grateful for somebody else. Like that's what that's that's kind of the message. But like people don't understand, they don't even take that, even take that long. We take an hour of people a day. Like and people feel like we be out there all day. Now nah, we out there. We get there eleven thirty. We gone. We probably talking until one. <laughs> like we just Midwest goodbye. Like Cause I, I ain't I'm, know what that means. I'm be honest so with you. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to come with the meals prepared. Man, pull up. I'll probably fuck Man. up somebody's meal. They be like, nigga, you put onions in this. Nigga, like, yeah. Like, That's the thing though. Like yeah, people people not really picky either, um, especially when it's free. But um, but no, yeah, definitely it'll it'll be a joy for us to see y'all out there. Like we can use the help. Like we invite everybody in, and we also we also eat too. Like if it's the food busting, I'm I'm gonna put me something to the side. <laughs> hey, I'm part of the community too. Come on, man. When Jesus us, broke that when Jesus us, broke that man. bread, he ate a slice. Y'all better stop playing. Uh, it's like, a home two place. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's but yeah, no, definitely, bro. Like, and and that's and that's just been something me and me and the wifey kind of wanted to start up, and now we got more people coming in who gonna help carry it along farther. Because that's the thing, like, in my pride, like when people when I was letting people in, they like, oh, we want to change this, we want to change this, and I'm getting all pissed. I'm like, wait, nigga, you ain't got it all figured out, like, right? Accept that help, nigga, and like, shit's been getting better and better, and we've been getting more efficient. Now to where we were able to be out there like last tacos, we was out there for forty five minutes, literally done. Because it, it, it does, it. it does take a community to actually change. Absolutely, like, my mom, the I didn't want to go to North because like they had a bad football program and they weren't mm. great at uh, basketball either. So I was trying to go to Hoover for basketball, and then I was going to like just I was more of a football centric kid, but uh-huh. I was just like. 
I was like, I'll take the good with the bad because it's like I I know with basketball things we're gonna be lit. Yeah. And so she was like, she kept trying to preach to me like, no, nah, you gotta go to North, you gotta go to North because if you make an impact, it's gonna have more of an effect on North no than cap. it would a Dowling or Johnson. That's as expected, right? And so that shit was hard. I, I didn't do it. I, I wasn't great enough, but um, just realizing what the words that she said and what she tried to install in me that shit makes a hundred percent. Yeah. It is about the community. And I think about that, too, like, as far as, like, because I didn't want to go. You didn't want to go either? Yeah, I was trying. All, all, of our, all of our crew went to, well, most of our crew that we grew up with from Harding went to East. So we was trying to go, I, at least I was trying to go to East. Yeah, but for like, sure. But, like, as far as, like, my mom was like, nigga, we right down the street. That <laughs> plane. You, you, better, you better fucking go. And, like, with no that, cap. Like, I said, like, with Brian, I just took the good with the bad, you know, throughout yep. my four years and stuff mm. like that. And, like, I think I think about it, like, there's some, there was some wild off niggas, but at the same time, sure. at the same time, like, I wouldn't have probably had that same camaraderie or that love. Bro. Like, think about it. If like you went to like East, and, y'all wouldn't be just locked in, bro. Like, it, it's just like, y'all would still fuck with each other, don't get me wrong, but, like, Y'all niggas got y'all own show together. Like, y'all went to the same, like, even if, like, he didn't went to Hoover and you still went to North. Like, it's crazy, yeah. like, how much impact you don't realize that y'all did have on each other and other people. That shit is, that shit is crazy, like, because we don't give ourselves enough roses. And, like, you know, people say you basking in your own glory when you do that. But, shit, you need to smell the roses sometimes. Yeah. How you going to keep providing for others or keep growing others? Because, shit, I mean, like, I've, I've already told this story before, but, like, People don't realize how much this background shit that Tyler done. Mm. Like, I got denied by our heart media. You know what I'm saying? No shade or nothing but like that. But, like, seven times. Like, I really wanted to be in the radio. I wanted to do the radio voice because I always watched, like, The Breakfast Club. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that. But Tyler's the one that brought the idea of, like, hey, what if we do a podcast? Like, mm. I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, he was the one that was seeing those things and visionizing those things yeah. and put it together. And it's a good thing y'all did that because let me tell you something. The world is continuing to gravitate to podcasts. And y'all platform matters. If it matters to y'all, it matters to others. Like, people going to fuck with y'all. People going to support that. So Especially with y'all energy. Like, I just walked in the room and immediately felt embraced. So, like, keep that shit up. Like, right. yeah, fuck radio. <laughs> yeah, man. Respectfully. <laughs> until they until they start nosing, yeah, then they want to write that check. We gonna we gonna cash it. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 I might sell out. No, but we I, no dummies now. We back. need that Skrilla. We need that cream. Yeah, Skrilla, you know, <laughs> Skrilla. Know yeah, about my Skrilla. Yeah, man. Yeah. And but yeah, I just think because like also like I said, Des Moines is like a growing city. Like mm-hmm. it's it's really and good everybody's doing family. something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, whether you're a photographer, videographer, uh, podcaster, artist. Music or in paintings, whatever. Mm. Like, bro, like, and then not even that. Like, okay. skating. Like, off, off the part sh- going crazy. Yeah. Af- off the strength of you doing something, why you might be by yourself. I guarantee you, one of your friends knows somebody that's doing something else. Too. That's, somebody, yeah, and that's somebody. the thing that's like, like I'm competitive. Like, I'm not uh, never a hater or something like that, but if I see you do somewhere, I see Tyler do somewhere, I see Borg do something, I see You're Phoenix inspired. do something, I'm like, oh, I gotta go work. Right. I gotta go do something. Like, because that shit just be on my timeline. Like, Come my on. timeline really yeah. be twerking, sports, and then just... <laughs> <laughs> he, he really preaching and he started with twerking. Because, like, he was getting into it. I just had to live my truth. No but, cap. But, and then it'd be, like, motivating shit like yo, y'all be doing. Yo. Damn, I got to get after it. No, nah, for sure. And, like, we should inspire each other. It's like, even, like, go back to the P.J. Tucker situation we were talking about with KD. 
nigga yelling in that nigga face and hugging moms after the game and shit, rapping it with moms. Right, yeah. It's love, but yes. like, nigga, you eating, I'm finna eat too. Because yeah. there's enough room for us to eat without even sitting, throwing shit on each other. Yeah, we ain't got to right. throw shit on each other platform to eat because I want all my followers to listen to y'all and vice versa. And same with Phoenix. Like, it's love. Like, even like what we talk about creating, the networking chamber. Like, bro, like, that shit is... If we get consistent, it, that shit is powerful. Bro, it's, it. it's so much power, bro. And, like, when color come together, it's, 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 it's way more powerful. Because that's the thing, too, is, like, it's not even powerful in the sense that it's powerful for, like, just us. It's also powerful in the sense that your podcast will do numbers, our podcast will do numbers, Phoenix podcast will do numbers. Like, mm-hmm. everything will go up. There's no way yeah. that – there's no way that you get on this podcast – Someone says, nah, I'm not going to fuck with the Minds podcast. So there's no way For sure. that someone that you have Phoenix on your podcast and like, I'm not going to listen to him. Like, they're, they're, they're going to listen to him like, oh, damn, that's a dope-ass dude. I'm going to go fuck with him, what he got on there. Yep. They might even fuck with your shit more than us. But, no hey, cap. I'm not uh, mad at that. I, no if cap. I send somebody, and I, I always like be telling people, like, when I do YouTube videos and collabs and stuff like that, or I do, like, podcast stuff, like, tell them Be Her Essential because it's like, I want you to know that, like, I really... Push, like, Plug. Yeah, like I want I, this person okay. has me go fuck with that sport, so go support them. And it's almost it's always better with that warm introduction. Mm-hmm. Like, always, like even like Phoenix introducing y'all to me, and then me him introducing me to y'all. That warm introduction made this this natural. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, he just he just said your name and said you had a podcast, and then it was like I wanted to go do my research. I was like, well, yeah, damn, if he brought that up. Let me you want to go that. listen every like we no. just wanted to just kind of study. That's know, that camaraderie. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't fake that though, because like, like when you do fake it, it's easily absorbed. Like it's easy, niggas can see through that shit. So one thing I want to notice too, because uh, you know what I'm saying, me and Tyler have different opinions. He doesn't believe in it. Not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I want to believe in it, but I haven't seen it. But like, how did you know that your wife was the one? And like, did you always believe in marriage, especially coming from a, like a divorced home? We're all essentially lost here. Like, let's just be real. Like, everybody. Like, not just us three. Everybody. Uh, people ask me a lot, like, how did you know? How did you know she was the one? This, that, and the third. I feel like for me, what works for me was it was an untrustable, I mean, unshakable trust mm. um, in her. Like, I feel like um, if I can trust you, like, even with my homies, like, if I can trust you, like, you... You my guy, like, and like with her, she challenged me, like so, like she probably tired of hearing this example because she realized like the ugly nigga I used to be, but uh, <laughs> but um, like she was the first woman to ever tell me like no, like not in the sense of a, like I don't know weird sex shit. It's just like on the simple fact that my wife is super smart, and like I'm like to consider myself used to be a finesser, and it's like I used to get women to do papers for me at school and shit like that and my wife graduated early and she ain't have class and i was basketball being that nigga on campus i'm like yo like when we first started really rocking i'm like yo can you write this paper for me real quick i know you can pump that shit out in an hour i ain't had a time i've been focused on basketball and shit she's like nah bro uh, <laughs> she's like nah bro i edit it for you though i'm like what the fuck I like this. This is a challenge. I love it. But, like, and then when I really look at it in hindsight, she want me to actually learn shit and not mm. keep taking that handout. And, like, for somebody who genuinely wants you to grow, 
like as a partner and like also you unshakably trust them, for me that was enough. Like like she was already a kind hearted person and like I knew right away. Like and like we was dating for four years before I engaged. And mm-hmm. and the difference in cultures is my people in Texas thought I was early. Like, damn bro, you only knew it for four years. People in Iowa they thought I was late. Like literally it was some of her friends like Damn, about time. I'm like, shit, I thought I was fast. Like, golly. But, like, yeah. you know, you got people out here, especially in the white coach out here, like, they'll know each other for six months. Literally know each other for only six months. Engaged. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? But, like, that's that's kind of how I knew, like, and it's like marriage is an agreement. Right. Like, it's an agreement. So, like, it's like I can understand why a brother don't agree with it because, like, I had niggas in my wedding who don't agree with it. During marriage Like they literally Like I gave them niggas The mic to speak And they literally said Y'all don't necessarily Agree with this But I know Wow y'all. that is like, That's not, wild not, as hell not, But no Not like in a sense Like of like With us But they was like But I know um, Love Like y'all love Is for real And like mm-hmm. this is I know right. this Like he's like I know this is the right thing And they both told me They was like I want to have a wedding With a woman but after seeing y'all shit, I want to have an agreement, like a just a celebration of love for the woman, like not a marriage. But like, and and that's how they rocking, and I respect them, and I love them for that. And like they did it in a way where it wasn't disrespectful to me and my wife. But um, I get that aspect of it too. But like the reason why I knew it was because like through any situation, I feel like I can trust her. Like mm-hmm. and I know that we gonna figure it out together. Like anything right. like that's thrown at like we literally in premarital counseling and like the counselor like, yo, what are what are deal breakers for y'all? And my immature ass oh, if she cheated on me, it's over. Like infidelity, like it's over. She was like, Well, if Juwan just ever fell out of love with like Jesus Christ, like that'll probably be a deal breaker for me. Like if he did anything like had an affair or this, that and the third, yada yada yada, this that and the third, we can work through it. I'm like, damn, like this woman really damn. loved me, like To hear a woman say that, like, that's unshakable trust for me. Like, yo, like, she willing to work through anything. And I'm like, look, my stupid ass answer. Because I answered quick when the counselor said, nah, if I tell you, you know, she heard me, I'm done. But, like, it's just, like, little nuggets like that 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 made me know, like, this is the one I can do life with. I can get through anything with her, even if I'm pissed off at her, which she stay pissed off at me. But I come back and fix it. Because she feel the, I think, I believe she feel the same way. Like, yo, I can work through anything with him because he's driven this, that, and the third, and she got her different beliefs, too. I don't want to speak for her, but, yeah, like, that's how I knew. Like, I knew the unshakable trust, and, like, just, like, I can I can work, I can manage, and I can agree, get through any disagreement or agreement with her. Like, that's, that's, what, that's what I knew. That's love. That was the difference. Like, it wasn't even about no looks or none of that shit. It was just Because, like, like, that, it's funny that you say that, where you, like, were kind of stuck in the middle because it's, like, we have homies. We have homies that I've been dating for fuck, Damn like there, ten years. 10 Come years, on, me too. Seven years, all types. Not of, thinking then we have about homies that are like two years in and they're already married it's and over have a with. kid. Yep. And like I'm like, so I'll be looking at my situations and I've been single for a while, but I'll be like, damn, I don't know how long uh-huh. I'm supposed to yeah, wait. Yeah, 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 I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. It's, no, it's tricky. It's tricky. And, I, and what what I like and her friends, especially our white friends from Minnesota. It's putting that pressure on me. And I'm like, yo, look here. Like, this right here, they're between me and her. Like, we running our own race. Mm-hmm. So, like, it might be different for you. You might meet a chick tomorrow and be like, I got to marry her next week. I'm going to judge you if you do that now. But, now, <laughs> but, like, but, like, it's different for everybody, though. Like, and, like, even, like, me saying that, like, people knowing people for six months. Hey, they found what they found. And, like, right. I didn't see that shit work. 
I know people who tell real stories like, oh, I knew her for eight months and married her, and we've been married for 42 years. It's like that shit ain't peaches and cream for everybody, but it's just, I don't know, like it's different. Like, because like I didn't know originally when I first started dating her, it's a chick I'm a married. I did not know right. that. I grew into that. Like just learning, picking up nuggets and pieces from her. Like just learning, like, okay, she wants, she care about a nigga that way. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, I can do this forever. Well, also, like, I feel like I do it too, but people got to stop holding time, like, as a weight. Agreed. Because it's like, me and Tyler got 22 years of a friendship. Locked in. But it's not like this nigga was a piece of shit or he was treating me bad, and I feel like I can't go to him with anything and talk to him about anything because this nigga used to be my therapist at one point. Yeah. So, like... I hate when I hate when people put time in like oh you gotta have this time in it's like if it was terrible for ten years but it was good for two that doesn't really matter yeah, it, right. you can meet someone tomorrow and have more like I'm gonna hold you down I trust you yada 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 and do all these things for you versus some of your homeboys that's on some bullshit that no you know all your life no. and I feel like that's what people got to really evaluate is like. Yeah, the time's put in, but what is the time actually? Like, was it all good? Was yeah. it all bad? If y'all hit a point of adversity, how did they handle it? Like, did y'all and go through I can through tell street? you why time don't mean shit, because you hitting it on the head. Like, it's like I'm in a situation with one of my homies right now where he literally helped shift my life in college when I was going down a negative path. He literally helped shift it. And now, non-disclosure of his name. It's literally reverse. Mm, like right. that's why time don't mean shit. Because like he pulled me up out the hole. Man, it's my turn, mm-hmm. and I oh. and I and I can't even bitch and complain about his struggles because I've been there. And guess who was there holding that hand? Down? Like mm-hmm. time don't mean shit. Because you're gonna change. People change like the season, and sometimes and seasonal changes are good. Like I love when people say, "Join you change." You damn right I did. I'm not that same nigga from that. That if I'm not changing, I'm not growing. Right. Like people try to say you changed in a negative sense, nigga. That means you growing. Like, right. Like in the most part, like you damn right I changed. I'm embrace that. I'm embrace your negative, your insult as a compliment. Thank you. Like, but it don't mean shit. It flips because right. it's also sad. That's too. something that I had oh, to. I'm sorry, but that's oh, something good. that I had to like get through my head. Like most of most of throughout my relationships with women, like because like I would go to Brian and be like, man, like how could you do this? All this like time that we spend together, and he'd be like. Don't, why? Why are you worried about that? <laughs> like, well, yeah, why no you, cap. Like, why are you seeing it from that point? Perspective? No like, if y'all was arguing, if y'all was arguing, literally day in and day out, then what, was there time well spent? Why, yeah, like exactly, and like yeah. that's something that I had to get clear in my head a little bit. Like, man, like, is it even like, is the time even really worth the headache and the peace that you're losing from both parties? Is that even really worth it? And you're and you're going to look at it from that perspective, and it's like, mm. like nah, that's yeah. huge. That's growth too, man. Yeah. Like for you to even like realize that shit, like that he was putting knowledge on you and you to accept it. Because sometimes we hear our, our bestest friends say shit, and we're like, man, fuck that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you open minded enough to hear that, and then yeah. like also with like some homies, like some of my like as far as like the. Qualities you would want in a friend where they check up on you, make sure you're good, want to yep. hang out with you, yep, yep. see you, all that stuff. Some of my best homies are the the niggas that are the worst for me. Because it's like, 
not saying that they're bad people, but they were just on bad shit. They were trying to try to get high, not really do shit, try to get drunk, try to go to a party. And I'm like, nigga, come on. Like, what are we finna do? We finna just eat and then do some stupid shit. Like, I, I love you. I appreciate you reaching out and always checking on me. But it's like, come on, man. I can't kick it with you. Like, uh, that's where I changed in the sense of, like, all right, I got to know who I got to hang out with. I got to hang yeah. out with more people that's maybe they're not the most faithful, loyalist friends that's always checking on me, but they're in, going to be in a good spot, and I know I can see them and I can rely on them because yeah. you don't know what some people... Cause. No. Hey, and also, like, as time is in the essence, too, in this situation where it don't matter, but I fuck with two type of people, man. Like, people that I can grow from or people that I can water. Mm. It's like, I ain't got time to be doing no fuck shit. Like, mm-hmm. I got a whole wife now. Mm-hmm. I got a whole family to provide for. We want to have a family in the future. I ain't got time to be just sitting around shooting the shit. Right. I'm trying right. to either get watered or water somebody. Right. I want to master and man my time. So don't feel bad about cutting time with the homies. Like, my homies been like, damn, you've been in my A. Like, I've been working. Mm-hmm. You can't respect that then. What we do. Yeah. Like, yeah. So don't ever feel bad. Because I, I, I've been down that road where I feel bad. I'm like, damn, like. I don't even want to kick it with the homie, like this, that, and th- but I'm and they like, not watering me. And like you said, all that shit is going to be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it ain't going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. But streets like, is always going to be there. Yeah, street light always going to come on. That shit is there to stay. That's how we master our like time. Bar, like bars going to be like, damn, where be her at? We're Tyler. Yo, 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 looking for Jewess. Court finna be like, yo, where y'all at? Yeah, yeah exactly. bad vibes out there for me. Like and, my baby at home. Right. <laughs> mm, let me take my black ass home. Yep, and then also, real. what was I about to say? Um, fuck. I just my had bad. I ain't my, mean to No, you're good. Bad. I just had it on the tip of my tongue because we were just talking about uh, people. And I just, what the fuck was I going to say? <laughs> I hate when this happens. I need to. And y'all got yeah. anything to add or anything to that? Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Well, okay. I just want to repeat while y'all are thinking about it. Um, just for real though like if anybody can take anything from this interview surround yourself with two people people who gonna water you people you can water oh actually you just reminded me what you saying that what i was gonna say is like even like with me and tyler like i said we don't really have normal conversations and the beauty of the friendships that are look i like in my high school mindset was like i had to talk to them every day make sure i know what's going on with them stuff like that it's not really realistic but I love the friendships that I value. Like, I got one with Ken's that, like, we don't even talk every day. But when we talk, it's like that. Like, we could go weeks. I mean, like a boo. Like, in every day. Like, weeks, months, and then, yo, it's how you family, da, da, da. Act like nothing happened. We still right. solid. And I love, I value those friendships you more. got to. It's like, you're busy, I'm busy. I get it. We're both adults. But when we come back together, it's that. Because some, there's some people like, oh, you ain't, you ain't you hit fuck with a nigga no more. Like, bro. Like, honestly, bro. I'm sorry, you, I'm working. Nigga, I'm, not, I'm not trying to fucking talk to anybody all day, every yeah. day. You know? No. Like, there's not. I'm not trying to talk to my wife all day. Especially if they hit yeah. you with the what you doing and shit yeah. like that. I'm like, oh, nigga, you guys can Doing the same shit I was doing a few hours, nigga. Oh, uh, yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah, those friendships are the best, though. Like, even where, like, check in with the homie or... or and it's like y'all talk the whole week. It's like, yo, like y'all read it. Like I got, and I got homies that we do weekly check-ins. We got, all right, we going to call on this lunch on Thursday. Boom, we going to check in. We going to catch up. By life, we got an hour. That's the best. That's healthy. Because like, yep. in essence, we warning each other. Like, mm-hmm. What are you struggling with, big dog? Okay, this is what I'm struggling with. Okay, what is working for you? Boom. Like we take nuggets. Like, and I think that's huge. Like the check-ins, like with the homies. Like, and that's. 
that's a way to check on your strong friends. Because, like, people would always consider me a strong friend. Not too many people would check in on me. Mm-hmm. But now that I have these check-ins set up, niggas is constantly asking me, yo, how's your mentors, Drew? Like, what are you working through? Like, do 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 and vice versa. So that's that's real healthy, like, those friendships. I used to take pride in being a strong friend, but then after a while, I was like, damn, I... Nigga, Nobody who do I go? Yeah, like yeah. who do I go to? Like, Nobody don't water you. Mm-hmm. You water everybody mm-hmm. until your well is dry. You you ain't got no more water to pour because niggas ain't pouring it on you. And then uh, there's every time where someone would need that water, and I just be like, bro, I I'm drained, nigga. Like check on <laughs> you me. You have to come back Tuesday, no bro. I ain't yeah, get to man. refill yet. No cap. That, that's that's, that's real. Is real. I, um, now, obviously, you have a successful podcast as well. Is there any podcast tips that you could give to anyone that wants to start one or has one and is going and struggling? And all this no, stuff? for sure. Like, and I, I kind of want to be brief here. Shout out for life. His uh, quote was, be brilliant, be brief, be gone from his mom. Mm-hmm. And he just said it on my podcast. But, like, no, it's just, like, networking, getting yourself out there, like, and trusting and believing in yourself when you start your own platform. But... All in all, you got to stay on top of your marketing. You got to stay on top of your uh, target audience. You got to know what they are because that shit changes like the seasons. Like, my target audience can literally change from 23 to 28 to 28 to 35, depending on the guests right. I bring in. So, you got to be tapped into that. And also, just networking and getting with other podcasters off the set and organizing. Okay, what the fuck is working for you? Okay, like, I ain't been doing that. Like, I'm looking at y'all switchboard right now. I'm like, man, this bitch is crazy. Like, I ain't got that. But, like, it's just, like, simple conversations like that that podcasters need to be having because what people don't understand about humanity, we want to see people succeed. Like, right. I think I think we created in our own heads that, like, if I do this, like, people ain't going to support it. People want to genuinely see you succeed. Right. Until, like, this fake-ass council culture get in. But, uh, but yeah, like, I think the tip the tip would be is, First, believing in yourself and stay on top of your marketing. Your marketing is very key. Your market is what you need to be watering all the time. Like, I feel guilty when I'm not dropping. I feel guilty when I don't have content to get on my market. So, like, and you, and I say that's a good feeling because, like, I need to be consistent right. to see that greatness like we talked about all night. But that would be my tip for podcasters or anybody who want to get in it. What about you, Tyler? You got a tip? Uh, I'm, I'm plain Jane. You know how I do. So okay. like, like any anything as far as like just getting out there, just getting you a microphone, man, just being able to talk, just mm-hmm. be able to have com- like hold yourself to a good. Com- I feel like to be able to talk and do what we do, you gotta be able to have good conversations as far as like just being independent, being by yourself, you know. And like a lot of people would be thinking, oh, that's crazy, you know. You be talking to yourself, I'm like yeah, you, yeah, I talk to myself, yeah. you know. Sometimes you, you do know? too. I be, I be yeah, myself out you know? <laughs> I be putting myself in situations where I'm asking. Because, you know, you got to put yourself in situations where you're asking people certain things, like that you're thinking about certain things that, you know, could come up in certain situations. Yep. So, like, that's why that's why it's therapeutical that you kind of have conversations mm. with yourself, that you're asking, you, that you're answering your own questions and shit. Like, damn, what's Brian like with such and such? And, like, yeah, what's Juwan doing? Like, all this shit. Like, like, all that. So, like, you know, that's a good start than just being able to, like, just talk how me and Bri- how me and Brian really started this shit is that we would just have conversations in the car, just chilling, mm. you know, just just going around downtown, just chilling, you know, driving around. Fuck, we do that for three hours. 
We passed downtown three hours. Yeah. <laughs> like Tyler would just get in his car, start driving, and we'd just be talking. Nigga say, run it back. We got to get All this. Right. We got to get these recorded. Yeah. So, like, Facts. Okay. That's, so, that's dope, though. Like, you really spot on with it. Yeah. So, like, so like with all that, it's like, just just talk. Talk. Mm-hmm. You know? I Even if you're not a natural talker. You know, get out your comfort shit, zone. Yeah, this shit will make you a natural talker. Like, okay. I would say, I actually have four. I have, like, one specific one, and then three are kind of just, like, kind of vague. The specific one is, well, fix your audio quality. I think a mm. lot of people on the podcast, is it's audio. It's in your ear, especially if you're wearing headphones and it's too loud, and it's like, you just got to have that centric audio. Like, I'm okay. trying to get some ASMR. I'm trying, I'm trying to okay. tap into where the vibes. you actually hear me and yeah. it sounds right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want that level of quality so that's it's why I, it this hurt my pockets but i knew i wanted to get this I because like i wanted that quality i wanted people to listen to actually what we said because i feel like me and Ty, me and tyler uh had some great episodes in the past but some of the audio quality at least in my ear because i've been listening to different things and testing different things out then mm-hmm. i was like i can't even go back and listen to this because it's driving me nuts and then i would say tip number two is just putting it out there as a creator this is just me I think I've hated everything I put it out in some sort of capacity. Like, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. This would have looked better. I could have promoted this better, et cetera, et cetera. I could have titled this better. That's what makes the great. Okay. But I'm going to put the shit out there. You're going to see my mistakes. I'm going to have fucking 60,000 episodes on the podcast, but you're going to – I might have one I might actually like, but I'm putting it out there. I feel like a lot of people will psych themselves out so much that they won't even put it out there and be a good product. You never really know until it's out there because – at least with, like, because I do YouTube as well, so I do, like, gaming videos. Some of my worst gaming videos are my most viewed gaming videos, just because mm. I put it out there. And, um, I would say tip number three is kind of how you said, like, piggyback off that, find your market. Like, I don't really know how to describe our podcast. I feel like that hinders our podcast. But if you have a market, you have a niche, it could kind of benefit you to, like, I know when I go to this podcast, um... Like, I'm going to get this thing out. Mm. Like, I know mm. that if I listen to the Minds podcast, I'm going to get a great one-on-one conversation with mm. somebody that's going to teach me something or some, somebody's going to tell me something about a career. Um, kind of the same with Phoenix. I, like, I love it in a sense that ours is kind of controlled chaos. Like, you don't know what the fuck you finna get on the Tyler Brown Hour episode, but, you know, like, it's either going to be entertaining or informative. And I do like that aspect it's of like it. It's like mind, spirit, and then you got the soul as far as looking at all three of our shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last tip okay. that I would have, yeah. um, I actually just been thinking about this recently. Yeah, cool. we can run with that. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> write that down and put it yeah. on a t-shirt. But um, sound bite that one. The last one that I have is make reactionary content. Think about it. We live in a world where if it's a sports game, they react into it. If it's fucking music comes out. Drake album comes out, Twitter's reacting to it. Everybody's you a figure, critic. You figure YouTube, yeah. you know, YouTube's main channel is reacting. Like, yeah. I'm starting to think of it from a sense of, like, if I make a video that somebody can react to, if I make a podcast that someone can react to, if I watch news that I'm going to react to on my podcast, that creates jobs and opportunities. Because mm-hmm. if, like, you put it on social media and someone's reacting to this, hey, look at this funny clip of the Todd Brian Hour. Look at this 
goofy clip of these niggas talking about some bullshit on no TikTok cat. or something like that. And that's what really what it is. Like, I, I don't know why. I never thought of that before, but I'm like, yeah, I guess you got to make reactionary content. Yeah. And, like, so I, that doesn't mean I want to be fake and, like, try to be funny to get yeah, a reaction, yeah. but I'm, I'm no, for now sure. starting to think but about like, it like that. I think there's, like, to piggyback off you, I think there's, like, real, like, reactions within ourselves. Like, anybody know me, like, I got my merch on right now. And it reads, it's cheaper, it's, it's cheaper to be yourself. <laughs> like, that's my main mission is don't ever try to be another nigga. Um, so, mm. like, even, like, the, with the reactionary, that's that's power in that. Like, because what I hate to see is me and us, me, us three talk about Urban Meyer, the fucked up shit he just did at the club right now, and we titled this podcast as that. And they get views because they think they finna hear about Urban Meyer and the video he did. But we talking about whole other shit. Right, That's the yeah. shit I don't like. Mm-hmm. But like with the reactionary con- content, that is power in that when your shit is really reactionary and is authentic. Because we are prisoners tip. of the moment too. Like we yeah. always like react to what's going on. Oh, for on. sure. And humans will always do that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we will. Yeah, boy. And then uh, I kind of had some other topics, but I think. I'll just close out on this because it's already been a long episode. I don't know what time it is. Yeah, we're trying to conserve your time. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, for sure. But so then, all right, I'll I'll end off on this. I, like I said, I've been doing Take my time, and, I, and I've been doing my research. What is one skill that you, if Ooh. you can learn in one day, that you like, you wish you had? Yo, so like I just did a video about this, and then and I said drumline. Like mm. I want to be. A drum agent, but like to be honest, the one skill I wish I had, bro, was singing. Like I would trade every skill I ever had in my life if I could be able to sing. Like I just love singing. Like and niggas think singing is soft. Like I was jealous of niggas who could sing to their girls in high school. Nigga, you hear my oh, voice? You marinate to a I girl. Talk, I talk like how I talk. How I, I sing how I talk. Me, <laughs> like, I can't sing, but like right. I like I like R and B music. I'm a, I'm an R and B music fan. Like I like Brent Fires. I like Six Lack, um, or Black. If people want to get political, but I like them type of Six Lack. Yo, yeah. I knew I wasn't the only nigga that called him Six Lack. No, yeah, he's fired though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I always call him Black because I was too lazy. To, I'm like, I'm not putting that shit together. Yeah, yeah. He like, hey, fuck all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no right. cap. But like that type of vibes I like. So it'll be singing, man, and that is the. Icebreaker question for the podcast is this season. So yeah, I'm a mm, I'm gonna have to put you on the R and B music, or maybe you put it on vice versa because I definitely got some R and B songs. That fuck I think with it, fuck run with. it. I, I like I like I said like I I woke up Saturday morning, mom's cleaning R and B, same soul, all type of stuff. Same like, Isley Brothers, yeah, yeah, all that, all that. So Yo, Tyler, what's singing. the skill that you would learn in a day? Probably, oh shit! Y'all gonna hate my answer because mine gonna be. <laughs> he gonna say disappear, vanish. <laughs> no, no, no! I'm not gonna say nothing like that. But y'all, y'all gonna hate it. It's gonna be pretty fucking big. Skill. I want to be able to. Kind of want to be able to play a little bit of guitar a little bit better than mm. I've been. You know, if I would learn that, if I would pick that shit up, like. Probably like in the high school, I would have. You'd be on tour, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy too, because I used to play piano That's in like fine. elementary school, but the piano lady teacher stunk. And that was like when you was actually into, like when you was in elementary school, like you was actually into school. Locked in. So when they fucking told, took you out of school to teach you piano, I'm like, I don't want to learn this shit. I want to learn right. like be with my homies and shit like that. But my skill that I would want to learn 
it's going to sound corny, it's going to sound vague, is the ability to learn. I feel like... The ability to learn? Yeah. Because I feel That's like... Fine. Like, me being the age that I am now, it's so hard for me to learn something new. Yeah. Like, I really struggle. And what's crazy is, like, when I was younger, I had, like, retained information so quick, and I, like, like I just got it. And then, like, I was able to pick up on multiple skills. But now, yeah. I feel like an old dog. Like, I see why they say that. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Because, right, yeah. like, nigga, I... I try to learn like fighting games and all types of shit and like just retain information. And I'm just like, cause they tell so you slow. once after you get past 25, you feel like that you should know certain Andy, shit yeah, already. Yeah. But. And then like, bro, I'll be taking notes and my notes. I'm like, I don't even look at my notes. I don't remember. I'm just like, bro, I, I can like learn one thing one day and then like you, remember it for a little bit of time. You know, what's factoring the internet though. I hate to be the devil devil's advocate here too is social media. It's mm, like our yeah. intention. Like, that's the worst thing that could have happened to man. It's like, even like, even in the sense where me and you, we rapping, us three, we rapping, and you talking to him, and I check my phone. I completely missed that whole 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it could have yeah. just been an alert. I feel that. We got, it's a serious effect of inattention going on in this world today. And that's why, like, because I'm in the process of writing a book right now, and, like, I figured out, like, I'm a terrible writer. So, like, I bought this app, uh, bought this site called Skillshare, bro. And like, yeah, what they, what they teach? Like, I'm taking a, like a lot of creative writing classes because I want to do a joint book with this cat out in Florida. I want to do, uh, I want to do a, my own book, but I can't write for shit. So like, when I do this shit, my phone is not even in the same room. But, or like when I'm reading books, my phone isn't in the same room because it's that simple inattention. It allows us not to pick up them new tricks. Mm-hmm. So that's factored in. I'm not saying that's it because you can't teach your dog a new trick. That's that's partially true. It's harder for me to learn now than we were a kid because our brain was still developing. Mm-hmm. But but still, inattention well, actually, is real. I mean, just to briefly touch on it because, like, that was one of the topics. Is just, like, with IG being down yesterday, like, I caught myself. I knew it was down maybe an hour or two in. And then I still caught myself looking at it. it. Same picture. <laughs> like, five times. I caught myself on it five times, and it still wasn't refreshing. Same like, picture. Why am I addicted to social media addicted. so bad? And I do want to take a break, but it's it's hard because it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because, mm-hmm. like, somebody put it in perspective that YouTube, every time you post a YouTube video or, like, I post TikToks or, you know, this podcast, it's a yeah. lottery ticket. So yeah. I'm always looking at it from the central standpoint of, like, looking at social media as a business. So it's even harder. Yeah. To get off that when it's like yep. you're networking, or because that's that's how everything's done now is through True. your phone. Like you could right. literally True. become a millionaire off your phone. True, and that shit's the greatest thing in the world, but that shit's so dangerous too. Yeah, and I think, and it's also I think it's important too with social media is it is for the business. Like that's the only time I'm on now, like to connect with creators like yourselves to uh, see my people genuinely happy. But like what I've learned on the um, on the documentary Social Dilemma. The most happiest people in the world genuinely use the FaceTime and the Messenger app more than they use Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, like, Apple, if y'all got iPhones, they see your stats every Saturday. They every do. Sunday. Sunday, yeah. They see yep. your stats every Sunday. Mm-hmm. At 9 and, o'clock yep, in the morning. <laughs> yep. And you will know what you're viewing more. Like So, like, it's good to be on there for the business, and I don't use that excuse because I want my Messenger app to be the most important app because those are people I really do life with. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm... That's actually true because, like, I'd be on dating apps and then a girl will give me her number. But I'm like, nah, I don't really text like that. Because the only people I really text is, like, people you do life with. And then, like, 
my friends and family. Like that's so. I asked for the Snapchat first. Yeah, if we keep it, but also I asked for a Snapchat because, like, you know, Snap is a demon. Not not everybody out here giving word is bond. I asked for a Snapchat first. Not everybody's giving their number up though, so I I didn't want to step over toes. I feel like Snapchat's more of a. Yeah, it might be the it might be the street, but yeah, Mm -hmm. it's more of a safer. Yeah, no, for sure, no, for sure. But like, even like in the sense to where like, were you in the phase where you dating or you, you hooking up or whatever? It's like. Yeah, spend that time there, but you should genuinely be spending more time with the people you love and who love you back. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, there's a problem when, like, I even I'm hard on my mom on this shit because she stay on Facebook. Like, Facebook hit their generation like crazy. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yo, like, my mom is a Facebook fanatic, and what pisses me off about it, she got a tag me in every post. I'm like, yo, that don't, that's not how the app works. <laughs> like, that shit's showing up on my wall every time you, you know, <laughs> like, yo, like, back off, mom. But like, uh, but oh, yeah, you got like the aunt that comments on everything. Yeah, but like, you no know, cap, and like all wisdom based too. Amen. Love him. <laughs> he's a good guy. Good look at my handsome nephew. Yeah, look at oh, he's so big. Y'all so cute. But uh, got all these Mister Farrakhan quotes. No cap. <laughs> but like, no cap. But like, yeah, you genuinely should try to spend that more time on them apps where like FaceTiming your boys or your your family and shit. Oh, that's that crazy. I ain't never seen a generation go so hard for Facebook as far as like our parents go. They be rocking. Because this shit did not. Because uh, they wasn't fucking with it for MySpace. So MySpace was ours. And then we migrated to Facebook. Bro, yeah. I still remember the day that one of. I actually just told a story the other day. One of my homies told me to uh, hop on his Facebook to get this girl's number. This is when we was in high school. <laughs> Nigga, I remember looking at Facebook like, yo, what the fuck? This is Chinese. This is weird. What like, it like, because you don't, you remember MySpace. I'm like, bro, yeah. this, he's like, just go to the messenger. I'm like, huh? Where the fuck that at? Yup. Yup. Yep. Like, I am lost, yeah, bro. Yeah, what am I looking at? Big computer Facebook. Mm. That you is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's, yep. We came a long way, y'all. <laughs> we still in that shit. I mean, we, we are. I got the last. popping up every day. Like, TikTok is his own beast. Oh, tick- TikTok. TikTok dangerous. Beast. Absolutely, I tell my boys. That shit might be worse I still than mine. don't have a TikTok. I ain't fucking huh? with TikTok. I still don't have a TikTok. Me either. Let me tell you why. Because that shit is addictive. I had one during the pandemic. Deleted that shit in a week. I tell my boys all the time. Like they send different TikToks, and they and they know I won't watch them, so they'll send them bitches individually in the text message. I tweet this every other month. Don't fucking send me your TikTok because I'm gonna be because <laughs> I'm gonna be in it for an hour. G, like you sent me. Like if he sent me one of his. That bitch just jumped to the next one. It's going to play. It's going to play. It's going to play. And I'm like, oh, I'm stuck. Right. Now, now I know that I wasted 40 in attention. Like, not ability to learn. I done wasted 45 minutes looking at TikToks. TikTok is dangerous, bro. Bro, it, it like, it, that algorithm really works. And the only problem I hate mm-hmm. is, like, when I first hopped on TikTok. He said, no, no. Like, the, the algorithm was great. Like, if you was trying to blow up off TikTok, it was great. Now you, they switched they it. They water washed it? Yeah, so that way... You don't really blow up like you used to. You yeah. don't get the traction you get, and that, yeah. that shit's unfortunate. Did y'all see that? I mean, last last thing, but did y'all see that thing with Sadel? Sadel, Sadel, no, I did. The high school. So uh, they, put, I saw some like a business piece of about the coach football. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they what put the coach on administrative leave because one of the coaches on the staff thought a player had stole hundred dollars from him. So then they punished him by um, just running the kids for an hour. And the kids were – I know it says high school football coach, so I don't know if this is a freshman team. I don't know if this is a JV team. I don't know if this is a varsity mm-hmm. team. But the only – they punished them for an hour, and they ran the whole practice, I guess, basically. 
Was some straight discipline shit. That's the only way a realistically a coach could discipline Absolutely. a kid, especially in the sport. Use a physical right. harm. Yeah, because if you put some physical harm, I'm gonna be up there at the coach, yeah. like right. looking at him. <laughs> but I, the only issue that I had is, I guess he even made the injured kids hold like 20 pounds worth of weight above their head while running. Or some shit along the line. Oh, well, they just said the injured kids had to hold 20 pounds of weight. So I don't know if that meant, like, maybe yeah, they were probably on the just in place, yeah. And, yeah. But even then, if it's like, you know, I have a torn, like, I tear my labrum. Like, if I'm holding a 20-pound weight for a long period of time, that's eventually going to fuck me up. And I I don't know. Because, like, if the the injured kids, like, if you had a cable to fuck up wrist and you're making them hold some weight, I feel like that's, that's bogus. That's where I would, like, kind of draw the line. But other than that... Like you gotta discipline the kids, especially if someone's stealing from the coach. I don't. Yeah. And then the only problem is they never said that it was just what the coach accused. So it never really was said if you know he actually just misplaced the hundred dollars yeah, or yeah. someone actually took it. Yeah, yeah. But how y'all feel about that? You could take out first because first thing I, I feel like that's just regular. Like for, we got punished for less. No cap for it being Sadel and mind you. Us living here damn near our whole life, Sadell was always kind of the place where it was like more like like Caucasian base. Right. Like they I, I think they average like like two, three I, don't get me wrong on this thing. No, this is fact, no, that's I, just I think, facts. I think, the the numbers sure, are there. Pretty sure they average like two to not even one to two minority kids up there. I think they'd be half too. They'd like, be half. Like, they'd only be full blood, it'd be yeah. light skin. So like the first thing that came to mind was, what color was he? What that was the first was the thing color? that came. That's the first thing. Was that he came a white man? Was he a white man? I don't know. They didn't. They didn't have a picture of him. They just. Okay. It was just like the article. So that's why I wanted to know as far as like the player that's accused of this. You know. And the thing is, the coach is so the coach is so soft now. Like you said, like we've been through worse, and like that's a discipline lesson. Like. My thing is, as a leader, the leader supposed to make the the distiller come straight out. Like I did it, like right, yeah, like. But you know, like the power is in the parents' hands. Oh. Some kid definitely went home and complained to their parent, and their parent complained to another parent, and their parent complained to another parent, and they build up a group of parents. And when them parents against you, especially them white parents, no disrespect, yo, yo ass is grass. Then people can get you out that building if they want to. They will. So, and that's just a fact of the matter. Look at history. But I mean, like, I'm not even. I'm not even mad at the the parents. I'm more mad at the players. That Sadell sucks at football, and I feel like yeah. that's because, like, anytime that we coaches, anytime coaches have made us do conditioning, it was never because our team was out of shape. It was because of discipline. Yeah, we were undisciplined. So you yeah, know, yeah. you do conditioning. Because one, you're tired, so you're gonna like spend more. Yeah. The more tired you are, the more you're gonna spend brain power, and so like that's harder to get that discipline out of you. And then two, like, yeah, it was just used as a tactic to say you fucked up or you messed up and you made a mistake. They got to suffer for the bad. Yeah. But like the kids can't get him on administrative leave unless he did some weird stuff. Like this had to come from somewhere else. Like, well, they the said kid- they said it was an hour. Like, cause I guess multiple coaches were saying this, so they just I. Yes, they've made him run for like an hour. Yeah. So I don't know if it was. Well, like, it's his program. Like, I don't know if it was like two like you had to right. run sprints or like even if you run in sprints, you don't get a break type okay. shit. Like it might have been to a point where it was like you're trying to kill, kill these, these kids. kids. Oh, maybe, maybe I don't know. As this, it's the article, 
and you just reading it. So I, you know, what I'm saying, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. But as the first thing I think, I was like, man, this is like sucking football anyway. Like, like, like y'all just being soft. Boys ready for track practice. I was just like, <laughs> I, that was I was thinking because either a these kids are soft. And I'm not even saying it from a, like a 2021 standpoint. I'm just thinking of the yeah. actual football team. No, they discipline. saw uh, 2021 too. But also, I thought, like, nigga, if there was someone that took the $100, I'm looking at that nigga every sprint. Like, nigga, I'm beating your saying. ass. <laughs> the, <laughs> the leader got to let him know, like, yo, like, come on, man, get that money back. Stop playing. Right. But then again, playing. if the coach misplaced, <laughs> see me in the locker quit playing. Room, <laughs> nigga ain't making it to the locker room. That yeah. nigga is so <laughs> stuck right in the football field. Yeah. You know, later. But and then at the same time, if the coaches did make that mistake, they I, I feel like they do owe the kids apology for sure. No, for sure. But yeah, that's a tricky situation. I have to look into it more. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was just and because I'm just thinking of every time I was like, yeah, niggas, like we we got. I had to run because two niggas were arguing, and then I was like, I fuck with. I forgot boy. about that shit. I've no, been I'm, there. Talk, I'm talking basketball right now. I've and, been there before, and like. I'm talking like in basketball. I had no voice. I was not good. I was, you know, what I'm saying I was a bench highlight reel. I just kept the shit warm and cozy. But you know, what I'm saying I'm hitting the Friday nights light, the Friday night lights uh, DM where that nigga finally spoke up in the movie oh, yeah. type shit. Because I'm like, what the fuck wrong with y'all? Why y'all keep arguing? Shut up! Like, everybody like, damn, you heard say something? Like, yo, that nigga this said is something. Serious. Yeah, yeah, like y'all fucking up. <laughs> And like, cause I remember I was irritated because I was like, I don't want to run. I'm already tired. We already practicing in the nineties basketball, so you're already running back and forth all the time. And that ain't no good. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. I was just thinking, I was like, yeah, y'all niggas is soft. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a lot of politics too. Yeah, but I mean, shit. It, it, then again, it could have been a brutal practice because if the niggas drove home and, and walked home. I was still crying like man, that is kind of alarming. My high school coach used to bring trash cans into the gym. Oh no! So if oh. you got to throw up, do what you got to do and get back on that line. I don't like that. It's different today. Me either. And you from Texas where they <laughs> man, live, die, <laughs> eat, sleep football? Yeah, nah, ain't nothing oh bigger than goodness. high school yeah. football. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care That's where you fact. come from. It felt like college game day for real when uh, like my high school team would perform. But um. Juan, I think you've been a phenomenal guest. I think you even acknowledged that she was like before you switched and transitioned to another topic, which I can tell he does podcasting very well. When he said that, I was like, all right, that's a bar. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a guest say that before. The floor is yours. Anything you want to promote, shout out, anything at all? Um, I just want to shout out humans, man, like sticking the fight. A lot of us are down and out right now, but you got big God on your side. Whatever your God is, you got big God on your side. So I just want to shout out to humanity. And let y'all know I'm fighting for y'all. Um, and we out here frontlining some things. So I don't got no plugs to promote. Like, it's a lot of things I can't promote, but I just want to shout out humans. Just, you know who you are. That's real. That's real. Tyler, you want to say anything in your closing statement? I feel, feel that, man. We ain't, we ain't, I mean, out of all of our guests, they're all special. But this man right here came here ready to go as far as fucking just knowing what, you know, we're about. Has a podcaster, you know, and being like, yo, transitions and stuff like that into other segments. Like, we, we've never had that. Well, Phoenix, but, yeah. yeah. But, like, you two, you guys really stand out to us, and yeah. we love, we appreciate it. That's respect, big dog. Thank y'all, too, for having me, for no, real. No, of course. Ah, uh, shit. 
I just know that uh, you know eventually when we do hop on the podcast it's episode, gonna be make, lit when y'all on the mind. <laughs> just make sure he on first because I got to do a couple more push ups and make sure I'm camera. Wait, ready. I, I, we got to get you first because I ain't listened to yours yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was like, yeah, I guess that's true. Yo, I guess you we went first the, last time. I guess we could flip the order. Damn, I'm gonna have to like yeah, uh-huh. do a skincare routine type shit. Get on with quality four <laughs> K. Nah, that nigga got that quality four K camera, bro. Yeah, that's nah, yeah. Right. It's gonna be blinking in your face. And then uh, nah, I. I actually uh, shout out to Tyler, man. He made the switch. He was like, "Yo, we've been doing uh, the solo podcast for a while now. Let's switch it up, get some guests back in." So I guess it's like season or season two with the resurgence with guests. And uh, I've been fucking with it. I, I feel like That's we got exciting. some good guests, some new guests, some returning guests, and it's just gonna be uh, healthy and all that stuff. But uh, I'm tired of talking. I love you guys. Love you, Twitch.tv slash Prince too. Thank you for following. Um, yeah, man. On to better and greater things. So uh, we out. It's love, y'all. Peace.